0: This is Naoki Yoshida. This
1: is Fern Hall. And you are listening
0: to Aetherite Radio. The Aetherite
1: Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast on Fusion X. Joining me today, we've got a full house, we've got Zanidra, we've got Aldo, and we've got Rook. Welcome in, everybody. Hope you are having a great Saturday. Hopefully the cues have been not too harsh
0: for you. Yeah. over. zen's like i gotta log in right now i knew i was
1: forgetting something i cannot hop into queue because we tried that last week and well if the intro uh, of last week's show seemed a little weird that's why so the things (laughs) the things i do for podcasting um Mm -hmm. quick little bit of news here before we get going here um chinese fan fest was last night oh okay it happened yeah that was that was the thing i'm just sitting here and i just see a couple of random tweets i'm like oh all right um they they showed off a new uh mount um it looks like a like a lotus which looks kind of oh. interesting uh um, well, we'll have we'll, to find that we'll probably give that on mock station at some point um two years we will have uh Starlight celebrations going on right now. Uh, started on the sixteenth, it will go to uh, December thirty first. So make sure to do that. Get your minions. Enjoy your uh, your random belt references. Rip belts. Um, <laughs> let's see here. I think that's pretty much it. Um, congestion again. We we talked about this last week. It has been an ongoing thing. Um, she just said that we they are going to be giving everybody an additional uh, fourteen days of game time um to make up for that uh they have also halted sales of the game both physical and digital um and are stopping any new uh like marketing campaigns from from activating so
0: whew. and you can't sign up for the free trial now No free trial. Nope. Please unhear
1: about <laughs> Final yep. Fantasy 14 which now features a free trial that lets you
0: <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's really unfortunate you know it's like it's both meme funny and also yeah. deeply unfortunate and it's something that a lot of people have been talking about i mean there's a lot of complexities in this issue even just in the way that they hyper specifically built their servers and now there's this shortage of certain parts and all kinds of different things where it's not really just pandemic related this is something that i think could have and should have been addressed long before something like the pandemic hit. Although obviously this combination of things that happened this past year is not something that anybody yeah. really expected. But mm-hmm. at the same time, these kinds of intrinsic problems have been foundationally a part of the controlled their own service for a really long time, um, and is part of the reason why they can't just outsource to other companies or use substitute parts and other things like that. So. It's really it's like this is not the time you want to, from a marketing standpoint, have to be literally at the peak of hype for your game when the most people are trying to come to it. The most people are excited over the holidays when the most people are likely to get it to literally halt game sales and and advertising of it. It that is devastating. I mean, that's that's really something that is incredibly serious. so it's both good because on one hand, yeah, the game's popular, but it's really bad because um this is something that I mean is the exact opposite of what the company any of them would launch. Yeah. I mean,
1: and it's and it's so hard to plan for. I mean, a lot of games too. I mean, whether it's just at launch or an expansion launch, like, mm. yes, there's gonna be an influx of people trying to get onto the servers, but then a month later, like it's gonna be back to normal, you know? So it's mm-hmm. hard to to like you're not gonna spend such a crazy server investment just for that that one month period. But Um, I mean, we've we've obviously we've seen a lot of people coming into 14 lately, and it was just it was at a bad time. They weren't really expecting it, Um, and it's just it's unfortunate. I mean, I you know I I shared this uh over on on Twitter the other night, but I mean we had some similar problems when 2.0 launched, um, with people not being able to log in because a lot of people wanted to play this game. Um, and I remember like that week being at the uh, the launch event for for 2.0 at uh, PAX West. It was it was Pax Prime back in my day, <laughs> um, but I remember you know telling Yoshida, I'm like, it's not it's, it's kind of a good problem to have, and he was kind of yeah. Like, eh. It's like you could tell how much it still weighed on him. Like you know we were like, oh they're 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 suffering from success, yeah, but like you know Yoshida and the team are really like bumming because of of this this situation. It's and I think yeah. it's even compounded more when you consider that they saw this coming months in advance, and there was just nothing that they could do about it.
2: It um, happens yeah. to an extent to every MMO, but yeah, there's a specific combination of factors that makes this a little bit different. It's not the worst mm-hmm. that I've seen, certainly if you play MMOs in the last, I don't know, 20 years. I mean, even yeah, really sure. smooth launches like Guild Wars 2, you couldn't use the Auction House, right? It was pretty smooth. You could play yeah, it. Yeah,
3: that was the for auction like a house week, was a it?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It happens, but yeah, right now, Oh, it's the worst time for it to happen too. Yeah, it makes me think uh. back
4: to what, like six to eight years ago at the fan fest when they're like, "We're gonna consolidate servers because we don't mm-hmm. need all that server space," and I'm just like, "Okay, mm-hmm. that is Square Enix proper's fault
0: right there."
1: <laughs> you
0: know, yeah. they made them that came, cut that
1: down. That, that, that yeah. came from On High for sure.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know. <laughs>
0: It's really tough because I mean, gosh, I—it's so funny. Um, literally on streams for the past two days, I have talked about this issue. I've talked about it enough that I feel like I don't even need to do another TED Talk on it. I feel, you know, but it's—it's it's something where, um, you know, it, it's really difficult because these developers care so much about their game, and they absolutely love it. And they did the unthinkable, rewriting it all in a year and re-releasing it. There are all of these things where, you know, again, it is not something where we ever want to like diminish the efforts of the people making it and what Mm -hmm. they have managed because it's been incredible. Um, But it's also been very interesting to me listening uh, to this whole situation um, with a partner who is in these kinds of fields and deals with technology every day and programs and has done everything from software engineering to full stack web development to all these things and hearing them talk about this. And as they say, you know this is something that was a conscious choice they made at some point in this game's development where they decided to so strictly control their own servers for whatever reason that they hyper specifically build them in this exact way and the game does not adapt to anything else and it's like so in one hand it's very good because i assume it's given them greater control over exactly what they want and you know maybe even over you know other leaks or stuff like that but on the other hand it was building to a possible this was a possible outcome of that, right? Because mm. if you don't build something where you have flexible scaling in your servers, if you don't build something that like can adapt and change, and Aldino, you, know, you know a lot about this stuff too. So if I'm if I am misquoting this, you can please tell me. But like if you don't build and design with like this this mindset of if at some point things were too big for us to handle on our own, we could outsource, we could bring in additional things, we could flexibly adapt to the game, we could use different pieces of hardware, right? Like, unless you build with that in mind from the get-go, if something like this happens, you literally have no recourse and, and you sit here and you have this moment where you're like, well, if we can't get the parts and we you know can't outsource to anyone, we literally have to stop selling our game. That is like not something you ever want and not a position you ever wanna be in when yeah. you are trying to well and and do now like also
1: this. you know right. 21 days of, of free time and that includes yeah. they're going to include like uh optional stuff like retainers in that as well. So they yeah. are
2: they are losing money um yeah. from doing this. To but, borrow a figure, I think someone, I can't remember what uh, I I want to say Bellular if you're familiar with that uh YouTube channel. I think they calculated it to be like 12 million or more in revenue. Ooh. Yeah. From, from just 21 days it's, from it's, however many people it's, there are
1: it's definitely not a drop in the bucket there's mm-hmm. it's this was a decision that they really had to think about yep um and you know and i'm curious too if now that you know i mean back in the day yoshida was just like this guy they're like ah he likes MMLs. we'll make him in charge but now he's he's mm-hmm. he's climbed that ladder in that company quite a bit so i'm curious um how much of this needed to be like approved by like, you know, the, the other higher ups. Right. They're like, or if they're just like, Yoshida says we'll do it, we'll do it. Like, I'm really curious kind of how that discussion Mm. went down. Um,
2: I definitely have a feeling that they'll get whatever they want now.
1: (gasps) Yeah. If there was any resistance
2: before there shouldn't be now. Yeah. I
0: can't help, but wonder, I mean, this brings up so many questions for many things that I'm sure we'll talk about in the future, but. With knowing that, again, they've decided, and Square Enix as a company even, according to Yoshida-san's presentation, have doubled down on like, we will put every investment, we will spare no expense with this game that we can, because it is the highest profiting Final Fantasy we have ever had. Like, if in the future with the new quarter, or you know, with all the new stuff, or the new budgets and like everything, Will they dedicate themselves to a team to redesign these limitations and issues? Bring on, like you know, additional support to try and redesign in the background with a separate group, you know? Or like, mm-hmm. will yeah. they try to figure out how to adapt and change these things that are causing these hiccups in the growth of the game? Um, will they instead just be able to throw enough money at just sheer server space if things are able to be dealt with, you know, like that they can somehow secure these things? I don't know, but. It seems to me like with this chapter closing and the game being so popular that the other, I think there's no doubt of the financial investment getting huge gains back. I can't help but wonder if this will drive them to do something much bigger, like many of us have been asking about to get rid of some of that old foundation things were built on, to get rid of some of these other things and to, you know, be able to invest in that in a way they maybe weren't able to when all they could think about was well we got to get the next expansion mm-hmm. out you know mm-hmm. yeah and I and yeah. I mean
1: you know we, we talked a little bit you know about how we have uh, our partners are you know involved in various fields and stuff uh, mine's involved in the gaming industry directly and so I, I before we get into this right because we're gonna have good things to say about Endwalker we're gonna have bad things to say about Endwalker um, I I want to start this off by saying a huge congratulations. To the team over at square you guys launched an expansion in a pandemic that is yes. a huge achievement um issues with servers and stuff aside like i the amount of work that was put into this is insane so uh just, just shout out to everybody over at se um it
4: certainly didn't lack for the heart that we felt throughout the story sure oh yeah. no oh, yeah.
0: oh my yeah. gosh no this i mean all this nonsense has been so worth it. You know what I mean? If anything, I just want everyone to play this this silly, beautiful game that we love that makes (laughs) us cry like babies. Or have strong opinions or feel, you know, like whatever we felt, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, I want everyone to be able to play it, you know? So it's, it's, this kind of server thing, of course, does not eclipse the accomplishment and they have done something really incredible and it is amazing in this pandemic to have done it Mm -hmm. and to have released something that is so incredible in so many ways.
1: Um, okay, so if you've tuned in for our previous reviews, um, we're, we're shaking things up a little bit this time around. Um, we're going to keep it to just the four of us. We're going to forego a uh, guest reviewer uh, for Orgo. for this patch cycle. Ah, I get it. Numbers. Um, <laughs> just to hopefully try and keep things a little bit more kind of consistent. Um, we're also going to change the score just a little bit. Um, so previously, what we would do is we would score it out of 100. Uh, we would divide it up in a way that, Made sense depending on, you know, for five people and we would, you know, what the, the patch was and everything. Um, we're going to kind of fall a little bit more in line with our traditional reviews uh, over at Gamer Escape. Um, so it's going to be a final score out of 10. We already know what the score is. We've talked about it. Um, but what we're, we're going to do this time around is we're going to break it down. Um, we'll do uh story. Uh, we're going to talk about. Um, Gameplay, which is, is like the big one, right? We're going to talk about battle changes. We're going to talk about job adjustments, uh, all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about um, design aspects, audio, visual, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of wraps. Just, you know, a, we're going to try and cover this. That's what we're going to do. As, as much as we can uh, without spoiling anything. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, please wish us luck. Um <laughs> it's gonna be rough, but um so I guess we'll just we'll just jump right into this um and start with our thoughts on the story. I don't wanna start with the story. Um, but you
4: have
0: to.
1: I, I have to be the first one. <laughs> do I do I have you don't to be have the one that to. goes first? You don't
0: have to no, we'll somebody else. We'll do somebody else. We just talked about servers, and that was, yeah. you know, that was a, a discussion. So let's and, talk, and,
1: let's and, talk. and you know, I, and I do, I do want to real quick to before we talk about the story, I I want to say that um, server issues don't affect the score. Um, mm-hmm. It was something yeah. we knew was coming. It was something out of their control. Oh yeah. Um, and so it's not like we're going to give the game like a three out of ten because like half of us can't even play. That's not. That's not happening. Server issues are no. not. A part of of our final score for this,
0: and so. thankfully we have all been able to make it through. So mm-hmm. we are speaking, you know, on the other side of this. It's we not like we have finished
1: the MSQ. Yeah. Yeah. We are on <laughs> to dumb. other things now. Um, so yeah,
2: yes. Uh, okay. Well, then I'll start yeah. with the story.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. So
2: I think that when you look at The entirety of Endwalker, right? We look at it as an expansion. Uh, You you know, Shadowbringers was this kind of, I don't know, a better word for it is expansion of our knowledge about the world, and I'll spoil Shadowbringers a little bit, about the ancient world and kind of the whole history of why we're here. I really think that Endwalker lands, filling that in completely. Now, okay, we do, there's some stuff that we're missing. I would like to know more about Mm -hmm. the stupid bullshit they pulled back then. Um, (laughs) You know, I would love to know more. Mm -hmm. But, ah, it really... I I don't think that they needed to. I didn't think that we were going to get as much about that whole history as we did. But Mm -hmm. I like that they did it. I really think that they needed to now, in in retrospect. But I kind of liked it.
4: That section where they they do especially present... The story mm-hmm. the, that you're specifically talking about right. was my favorite part, my favorite sure. section.
3: Mm-hmm. It was so
4: good. It, and, it was and definitely one I, of the when more. When you interesting. go in, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you go you in and me. you don't think they're they're gonna like swathe you in this beautiful like blanket yeah. of, of lore stuff. You think you're just gonna get like a tidbit, and then boom, it's just it's a yeah. it, you're in an ocean of of beautiful beautiful knowledge. Yeah,
2: that's definitely something to talk talk about. Did. Did we all think that to start? Like, okay, well, they obviously, this can't be a full zone or anything like that.
0: I mean, I think that was a a big metric for a lot of Endwalker. And again, not going into spoilers, but like Mm -hmm. there were many things that I thought to myself oh they wouldn't go there you know in my in my wildest dream i would xyz and even in my playthrough i'd say it out loud i'd be like ha ha ha, ha i would blah 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 and then two minutes later i'd be like
3: it's
0: happening <laughs> it's <laughs> happening right now they did it! they went there you know and um i think that in certain regards with different lore that really really mm-hmm. worked And like you said, in those areas that they filled in, in regards to um, what we know of the ancients and things like that. um, And again, being really, really vague. Mm -hmm. I do agree. I think that was a huge highlight of this expansion because it did feel like they went further than they had to in many ways. And I am just very, very grateful for it. Now, Mm -hmm. of course, am I greedy and do as as you do? Do I also want everything Mm -hmm. and more? Yes, but like, (laughs) it was amazing. (laughs) And that was so, so, so incredible to witness.
1: Yeah, I think I think that was was definitely one of the more interesting areas for sure. Um, it was also for me like where, where things started to be like... Mm-hmm. I see.
4: Well, that explains why our scores are so high and yours is so low. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. The, there were a lot of things that I I, I took issues with. Um, going back to, to Shadowbringers, um, uh-huh. I think that what... Endwalker walker serves to do is to be a sequel and finale for Shadowbringers, mm-hmm. not for final fantasy 14
4: i disagree mm-hmm. with that also and, and i too and that's
1: okay yeah. um yeah, yeah there was just there were a, i think a, a lot of this too right is is kind of from my own head right having played mm-hmm. this game for as long as I have, right? I mean, I started with, like, 1.0 alpha, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I have had 10 years for my brain to think of how I've wanted this to go. Um, and I the, the way that I kind of imagine it is that I, I had all these expectations and predictions that I placed neatly on a table. And then the narrative team came, and then they just flipped the table. But it feels <laughs> like they did that just for the sake of flipping the table. Mm. Um, it feels like they just wanted to, like... Like oh you're expecting one thing but it's something else and I I <sighs> it 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 sat wrong with me. Um, there is some character development that happens that does improve on some of the issues that I have had with certain characters. Sure. Um, but then ultimately for me, you know, going into this, we're like, how are they going to top Shadowbringers? How are they going to do it? I, in my opinion, they haven't. Um, mm. The antagonists in this expansion are the most boring this game has ever seen. In my in my humble opinion, I um, see. they they did not top Emmett Selk. They just they didn't. Um, and and it's again, I, they they that was the bar they set. Right? They they just they like twenty feet in the air. Right. And and they they didn't hit that mark. Uh, as far as
2: I'm concerned, it's
0: funny yeah. yeah. fusion. Sorry, Aldino. You know, if you want to go, go.
2: Oh no no go ahead.
0: Are you sure, would you like to?
2: No, I was gonna change, kind of change subjects, go ahead.
0: Okay, I um, wanted to say on that note, I mean, there's a, there's a couple things in there. Um, there are definitely certain, I agree and disagree with you, sure. Fusion, and there are certain things that I can absolutely see that would lead you directly to the, this is an evolution of Shadowbringers, right? I do think that Shadowbringers in particular took a lot of what was already happening in the game, right? and then gave it a greater context than we can assume a lot of stuff that was written earlier had at the time it was written.
3: Mm. Now,
0: are there some parts of this where I think it's a little bit more tenuous than others in the ways that they connected or explained things? Yes. Are there certain things within the context of Shadowbringers that like you said i truly think they built a, a a successor in endwalker that if we look back over the course of the game and in retrospect if they had been designing this game with every single thing that they had in mind from beginning to end if ishikawa had been in charge of it from beginning to end i think this would have been a very different experience so all of that to say i do think that as the game has evolved they have taken the story involved in ways that doesn't necessarily yes 100% always work super super perfectly with the rest of what's been established all of that to say though i think that at least for me the way they sold it worked i honestly was like i kind of love it and there were some parts that i didn't love as much and Mm -hmm. most of it comes in exactly as you said with the villains that we had but the rest of it a lot of it i was like I think that this is a testament. This is incredible. The tiny little nods, the little dialogue things. There's like a single line that references this quest that goes back Mm -hmm. in there. If you go on to do the job quests, those even Uh. tie further into each of the zones and you know post-expansion for what was happening with those people. It's so Um, good. There's all these details that are so incredibly worked in and there's such an attention. I couldn't even believe this. People were telling me that the shots of Limsa Um, This is all I'm going to say, the shots of Limsa are direct parallels to 1.0. Yeah. And shots that you had in 1.0. There are incredible moments like that where it didn't just feel like they were, you know, tossing stuff out just to have nostalgia stick at the wall. But it actually felt like they had consciously gone, we have meticulously kept track of everything in this game, and we are going to figure out how to use it. now. Um, and we can you know, maybe circle back to this later, and I'm sure there's gonna be many other things. I do agree with you in that at the end of this, I was still not sold partly on the villains that we had. Mm-hmm. Mm. One part of the villains that we had, I was not sold on, <laughs> but I was fascinated to learn that in contrast, apparently the Japanese audience is massively sold on that element, whereas yeah. I myself found it the least pleasant <laughs> and most Poorly done thing that's, in the entire that's what story. I, to I, I, topic too,
1: I think if, <laughs> is if villains. real, real quick before you get into that, and I, I think mm-hmm. how I would describe their approach with villains. Um, and we we all know my my thoughts on certain characters. Before we go mm-hmm. into villains, okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I've been sitting on this. Where is it? Let's pull it back out of the wandering parts of my brain. Um, the the whole. Okay, so I've sat through many, many, many franchises of things, got to the end and felt very dissatisfied. Like, ah, right. that was not, things were not tied well together. In the case of this, in the case of everything that I've seen from 1.0 up until the end of Endwalker, I was extremely satisfied. Right. There were things that were not perfect, uh, which we will move into very shortly. Because <laughs> uh, I, I agree with, with all of you, there are... Uh, Villainous elements that I was quite dissatisfied with, but overall, the story, discounting that certain part, uh, I felt very fulfilled and satisfied by the way that the story tied together. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of franchises just do not tie their shit together well at the end, and I felt that this one. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's that's Mm -hmm. even if they have the chance to do so, right? I mean, think about how many, (laughs) you know, like, could you imagine if they canceled Lost after season four? Like, you know, yeah. it's it's that kind of thing that they at least had the opportunity to finish it here. And I, I, I mm-hmm. have to wonder.
4: Even even as I approached what I figured was the end, there were times when I thought if they cut it off here, I would be satisfied. And then they gave me some more. If they cut it off here, I would be satisfied. And there is some more. It's like Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. It has yeah. like five
1: different endings where you're yep. like, OK, and yes. then screen fades to like, Oh, no, we're going back to Rivendell. OK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I have to give them props because. This was something I never expected them to do. Um, There's a problem, and it's been talked about with many other MMOs. I mean, World of Warcraft comes to mind because much of the actual world building and story building of that game was done in supplementary books, Mm -hmm. that if you haven't read the books, you don't really know the things. If you haven't done a huge amount of research, you don't really know this stuff. So 14 has always been specific in the supplemental materials that they include. Uh, These short stories that are accessible to everybody online, uh, the lore books, I was actually really astounded by the amount that they even took from those and just mm-hmm. put straight they put it in the back game. In. Mm-hmm. That was so great. So, so that people didn't have to read them to mm-hmm. get what was in them, which is yeah. huge. But mm-hmm. if
1: you did read them, you, you kind of have a little bit of, of extra. Yeah. You know, kind of or you're sitting going
0: there in. going, hey.
1: Y- yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can you can tell like we've done like some of the same quests, like, oh yeah. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Villain. villains. I think and and it's it's funny. Um, who was this? Formerly unknown in the in the chat nailed it. They went to anime <laughs> with with these these characters. Um, and I think you know,
4: or
0: at and,
1: least
4: it, one of
0: them.
1: Sure, one yeah. part of
0: this equation.
1: And it, and it's weird because you know coming right again coming from like one point um, it was a very different tone. Um, and even even with, with arr right and i think somewhere around like the introduction of like asahi right in stormbound mm-hmm. they're like let's just go full crazy anime faces
0: well that's not true gaius in 2.0 was very anime Emmett it well, Selk's yeah. original okay. introduction was very much the same. And they yeah. used, again, him play acting, this theatrical thing. When he was first put into the game, I was like, I hate him more than anyone. And now <laughs> I'm here like, I, you know, Shadowbringer's happening, and everything. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I would die for this smelly so garbage Yeah. Man.
4: What, yeah. What, what I think happened here is they present us with this ridiculous figure and you go, Ugh, and then they explain them and you go, oh,
0: and one of those didn't come through so well at least for the Western audience for some, I mean, honestly, I've been surprised because I, I won't, I won't lie. Overall, and again, any critiques that we have about this, everybody's going to have different opinions on these Mm -hmm. things. Everybody's going to resonate with different expansions in different ways. And that's what's beautiful about a multi-chapter, multi-part game. Some things might resonate for people, some might not. And international audiences are an entirely other thing. So this is just our limited perspective, each of us as individuals, Mm -hmm. right? I will say this. Um, In regards to these villains, I, I did feel like... Hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this in the most obscure, wonderful. It's way. Okay, right. It's so. hard. <laughs> I think that for me, this particular expansion had some of the highest highs and maybe a couple of the lowest lows um, in the sense that there was and I think this comes from Ishikawa. I think this comes from I mean, the whole writing team supporting her, but we've especially seen with her as a creator, there is this sense of humanity in what she writes. There is this unbelievable tenderness if that makes sense sure. we're like there it, it is something so it's like this little thread that connects people it's it's very hard because i would just want to basically write verbal poetry about it because it's <laughs> it is something that is so ephemeral uh, ephemeral and so lovely about characters and part of this setting somebody up and then explaining them i think did come from her nuance in writing And um, I do think that in Endwalker, we see some of the most delicately fragile, like a flower, most delicately fragile concepts, some of the biggest, hardest concepts I've ever seen dealt with in an MMO, some concepts that literally, and they bring this up in the game, are dealt with in multiple philosophies, religions. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable the stuff they put into this. I mean, when you look at the existential things in this expansion, it's massive and then amidst it there are these beautiful fragile moments of humanity and what it means to be a human and for me in the villain aspect one half by the end i could see that tenderness the other half i was not convinced and although i think that there are many things about the other half that metaphorically could, they make sense. They're there, you can absolutely say, this is how this you know might have been used, this might be what it means in the greater context, this might be what blah, blah, blah. But I found that I didn't actually have moments in the story itself where the story mm. said, here it is it's been a lot of everybody having to be like, well, but because of blank, blank, blank. And I'm like, okay, but where is the scene Mm. that sells that? Where's the scene Mm -hmm. that says to me, this was our intention with this, as opposed to having to jump to little conclusions. And for me, that was my most, I have lots of feelings that we'll get into in spoilers cast, (laughs) but (laughs) I particularly thought that it was a disservice to the rest of the beautiful expansion and I hated it.
2: Here's an (laughs) an observation you are like we're talking and all of this is a hundred percent valid, but we're going to be talking about two separate problems that I'm seeing two different groups of the community having one has a problem with, uh, let's say a villain that has been here for a little while. Right. And the Mm. other group has a problem with a new villain. Let's just saying, just floating through flying through, uh, the narrative now. And they are, the exact opposite type of people. Right? There are but some somehow people who do not like very yeah. boring and uninteresting. Right. Like some <laughs> people are like, I don't like this because I don't like this person and I haven't for a while. And some people are, are like, I don't like this because they're brand new. And I don't like what they have brought to the story.
1: Uh, yeah. So I, I was dancing around if, if we would say like new character. Now that we have, I think uh, my my biggest problem with, with the new character uh-huh. Um, chances are, if you've gone through MSQ, you know who this is by now. Uh, we'll call them M. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't enough time with them for them to have any type of emotional impact on what they. Did I don't in consider order. that
4: character a villain. Me neither. See, and, and that's, and, and that's <laughs> another thing. Yeah. See,
2: and that, that's exactly yeah. where I wanted to go to. That's yeah. why I wanted to talk about villain because, yeah, to me. Ah, it, without spoilers, there's, there's like, one of the mysteries of Shadowbringers is why did that happen to them, right? Why, mm-hmm. why did that happen in the first place? And to answer that question, to me, we always knew that something had to have done it, right? Something had to mm-hmm. be that thing that even if I say it, you know what I'm talking about. But something had to be that thing. So no matter what it was, it was going to be new. So I was just kind of expecting something new, always, because like nothing we knew could do it.
0: Yeah. It's fascinating because I think that when it came down to it, this might be the most frustrating and the most Mm -hmm. wonderful thing about this expansion. Because especially in fantasy, I think we look for world ending Fantastical reasons for things sure, that yeah. makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Big bad, the yep. thing, the the stuff that happened, and I always assumed that obviously, like you said, Aldino, there's something bigger. There's something we don't know.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: assumed that that knowledge did it must have lain somewhere yeah. within the timeline. Yeah, but I assumed that it was something unknowable, unfathomable, right. and and, and bigger beyond, you know, a more abstract ideal, I guess, a more abstract idea. But I think one of the things that I found profoundly moving about Endwalker was that it is a study of ourselves, you know? Um, the idea that beauty and ugliness hurt comfort, joy sorrow despair hope are in our own hearts was a core of this theme and and in the realization of all of these themes and honestly to me tracks all the way back through this game when i think about the moments where i have been moved by this game it has been those moments of humanity and introspection, of course, Mm -hmm. there are greater things happening. There are greater metaphors. There's a fantasy metaphor. There's a magical Mm -hmm. element. You know what I mean? But this game has always and it hooked me from the get go because of the core of that struggle and the characters and the hope and and the beauty that gets realized throughout it, just as there is darkness. And in that sense, they sold me on the evolution of the theme now. I do not discredit that I never think that introducing an element beyond comprehension that is suddenly the thing that is the (laughs) source of all thing, that is, I don't think that that often works, and I think there is critique to be made about it. Um, Certainly. But for me personally, for me personally, by the end, I I was powerfully touched by it, to be honest, Um, especially in this time, especially when we have faced our our own reflection in many ways these past few years throughout the pandemic. So, yeah, I wasn't really
4: sure how to uh, address pretty much what you said. <laughs> uh, so I was sitting here kind of going, just maybe don't say anything self, but um, <laughs> the way that I don't view that particular character as a villain is because there is a different element that is, quote unquote, the villain in that, and it's that's the thing I don't want to say it is, it uh, is, mm. it is something that everyone has yeah. and that that is not new that has been there from the beginning, just like you were just saying.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So I don't view this tool of a character as the villain so much as the, the thing that
0: they expressed that can be both wonderful and terrible. Mm-hmm. And I won't lie, like, it took me a bit to get there. And some of it is because of these other factors that we're talking about, these other antagonistic forces in the world. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't actually think, if we're looking at the full narrative here, like I said, the highs to me were so profoundly high that I I really think this is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. But that is not to say, like I said earlier, that the lows were not low. And there are various mm-hmm. parts where I really think that they wimped out on exploring something. Other areas where they went full ham with exploring a thing in such a moving way that I couldn't believe they'd done it. But Mm -hmm. particularly in relation to these villains and a couple of the villains that we were talking about in certain you know forces, antagonistic Mm -hmm. forces, there were a few scenes where I was like, where is the payoff on that? What you did in the setup was amazing. That was so good. But then Mm -hmm. you just kind of went like, Oop. and then you just like do a little dance on out like that yeah da, there was and we're not gonna do that there was, more there and- was
1: one spot in the in the msq where like they just like they climbed up to the the tallest building on amarat to drop that ball for me hmm. like there was you know and again right expectations built up over 10 years right mm-hmm. there was just one spot where it's just like that was the last thing I expected you guys to do. And I thought that that was terrible. Uh,
0: And I agree. I think that there were parts where they shortchanged something. And because of that, I think that especially a few of the more controversial things that we will eventually get into in the ending, right? I think that because of that, those things to me would have landed really well if they had used those different elements to their full extent, if they had used those different specific mm. antagonistic forces and really given them a strong context amidst all the other stuff that they were doing so beautifully, if they had really, really... Like like I said, one half of this equation, I do think is well contextualized. The other half, every time it felt like We just were two steps short of what i needed you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah to really contextualize what this momentum what my feelings were in regards to this element what would set the stakes high for me what would elevate them as an ongoing and growing threat as opposed to just a static element that just is as it always is like that's where i really felt shortchanged and with a couple of those beats surrounding them same deal it didn't quite hang together for Mm -hmm. me I'm gonna 100% admit I don't really know
4: what beats you guys are talking about, but um, I know that they keep saying, story's over, story's cut, story moving on, right, but they can't do that. It has to be tied in there somewhere. So I, like I say, I don't know what points you're talking about, so this could be absolutely a moot point as far as what you uh, what you guys feel is lacking. But they do need threads to pull forward from that old story into the new story, and I'm hoping that that's what they're going to do with that the was, things that you guys feel lack. That I
0: think what that Fusion was, and I are talking about is pretty final. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and, and <laughs> in terms too of of going forward a little bit, um, you know, Yoshida has been telling us that like with this expansion, we'll have a really good idea of where we're going next. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up a whole murder board of of potentials, yep. and they didn't point to a single one and said that. Like, we have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe well, there's like like some some things that were talked about more than others, but they never sure. gave like a definitive like we're going here next. Like, it was just there's yeah. a million possibilities. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Which it's which just... I get. They need to have options on the table. Yeah. But it, there, there really wasn't this this sense of like, all right, like things are wrapped up now. That concludes the Heidlen Zodiac saga, and now if you'll uh, you know continue with me down here, we're going to go ahead and pick up the six point one arc. It just it didn't have. I don't that. Mind that. Finality, I don't too. mind that at all. No, no, no. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, but I feel like for me, the way that they've been marketing this, it didn't feel as like definitive as I felt like it should have. Uh- in a lot to of- me, I,
4: I feel like they they definitely did give us some okay. pointers as to where we're gonna go, but with what they normally give us in expansion, I don't feel like we can go to those
0: places yet.
1: Like, <laughs> right. I feel like no. we
0: need new areas and en- enjoy, to go to those enjoy, places.
1: enjoy your whirlits and bojas for for 6.1x. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I
0: mean, they did mention as well that as opposed to having a finale in the patch cycle this patch cycle is supposed to firmly start us on the next arc. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, once we get through this, uh, you know, additional bonus content and the raids and things like that. Yeah. So I assume that some of that focus of clarity will come in there. We definitely me, can't, sorry, you go, it's your turn. Uh, you, know, you go.
2: To me, it's, it, it's crystal clear. It's literally crystal clear, <laughs> which is a spoiler and not a spoiler. We know what our, our duty is next. Yes, that saga's over that's done it's very definitive and now our job is right in our hand we know exactly what we need to do it doesn't matter which direction it just matters that that's what we're gonna do that's that's what i'm saying i I understand how you're phrasing that okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. right that's exact that's our job now i literally was told to us
4: yeah it's the end of a story right so it it kind of if, like they're saying, they want it to be the end of a story, it mm-hmm. needs to it needs to feel a little a little final, right? Sure. Yeah. It and it's think... An MMO, so it's it's in it's from a different perspective, of course. But it's yeah. also like, all right, that's that's it. it's happening next? You'll find out next time when you yeah. open the and, next one. And book.
1: and you know, think it, thinking about it, right? Like I think a part of this too is that there's still a little part of me that's still in disbelief. Like that's how they ended it. <laughs> Um, and so maybe, maybe that's why I'm coming at it from, from that angle. That's true. Um,
0: see, I'm on the other side of this because I feel very lucky and I, I'm curious to hear again, how everybody feels, uh-huh. but again, personally, I feel very lucky because in my own checklist of what are the things I would want in the expansion, it was like, this was hyper tailored to my interests. <laughs> Every single thing that I personally niche love in Final Fantasy 14 was all up in this expansion. Most of the major characters I love, all up in this expansion, and look at more beautiful than ever. All the Mm -hmm. little weird lore topics. So many boyfriends and girlfriends for me to gather and put in my arms and just hold forever, and and cry on them. Mm -hmm. Just cry so much. Mm -hmm. Um, There were so many areas that, to me specifically, I have been obsessed with in this game that all panned out in this expansion mm-hmm. and I loved every single second of it. Now, the one, thing, the one thing that I've seen in chat a few times and that I did want to bring up is the pacing mm-hmm. overall. Um, because I've seen several people talk about the fact that there maybe were some areas that had stumbling blocks for pacing. And I would like to acknowledge that because I think yep. that other yeah. narrative beats aside, yes, there were a few parts in this expansion where things kind of ground to a halt. And I think the nature of that is that they really wanted people to have a lot to dig into. Like I Mm -hmm. said, many of these places, areas, topics, conversations, lore, were things that personally I find incredibly gratifying to learn about. Many of them I also think did have a lot of good payoff, at least eventually in the setup, Uh, you know, like with the setup to the the final culmination of scene. Mm -hmm. But there were quite a few times during this where I was like, Okay, we could've cut this down by like five yeah. quests. I don't need like, to be doing this. Yes. You don't need to make me go to the eight. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make me yeah. do all of this. But but you need to part. help
2: prepare that
1: buffet.
0: <laughs> like it's stuff like that. It's true. Um, gosh, oh, and I also just cannot stand, I like the new follow and and companion mechanics Mm -hmm. that they put in. I think those were an incredible way to help make it more interesting as you walk through the environment to make things feel more flowy. But I never want to see another sneak behind this character quest have ever i don't ever want to see it unless they make it easier and better because it (laughs) drove me nuts no dialogue nothing of real relevance get almost to the end they see your toe suddenly you have to do the entire thing over again like i those moments were Mm. were also issues for me Mm. in that there were times where it felt like the story was taking off and flying and i would have rather seen them take Again, you need balances. So sometimes you need the little funny moments. You need all the other things. And I think they did a great job of that contrasting and, you know, keeping things fresh in that sense. But there were several sections where I was like, you could have taken this whole chunk and literally just given me cutscenes again, supporting yep. maybe some of the evolvement of what's happening with these other antagonistic figures and things. And I would have been better off for it than having to do this mm-hmm. that I'm doing now for I, two I, hours.
1: I think <laughs> a lot a lot of the issues with this, I mean, when you come again, right? I mean we're not going to be able to talk about this without comparing it to previous expansions. You look at Shadowbringers, right? It's like, okay, we're going to the first. We're doing these areas on the first. We're in this like one kind of more or less contained area, right? With Endwalker, it's like, okay, we're in Thabnau. We're in Garlemald, We're in Strallion. We're on the moon. It's, just, it's all over the place. And I think that they had a, a hard time keeping that narrative focused because there were so many different components to get and that's not even talking about like other spoilery areas (laughs) like there's just there's way too much going on in this expansion and I get that there are probably some threads right that they do want to tie up and they're like well this is how we have to do it if we're going to do it in this expansion but there was just it it was all over the place I think narratively and Zen is like really (laughs) trying to like hold something back
0: i just disagree (laughs) and that's
4: okay
1: and that's okay okay. so i
4: i did i did every now and then feel the pacing there were two spots which i could not tell you where those spots are at this point where i was like we could move on Mm
3: -hmm. but overall
4: i I didn't feel like it dragged i was really (laughs) really wrapped up in things and i think maybe it's um the previous like super emotional thing was still holding me up or or pulling me down as it were um with Mm -hmm. with tears of good or bad kinds um as i was moving through the stuff there were there were very few times where i felt things were dragging and there but there also were times where i was thinking you know this works really well for me i'm totally cool with just having done 14 cutscenes in a row but i wonder if somebody else would be tired of this by now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah i I, I could see where there probably were points where people were like, "And eh, next," but I was yeah. fine with it. Um, the- and and I I liked going from area to area. I honestly hate going to an area, doing the whole thing, being done. You can fly, leaving and never coming back. I really like jumping around through all the areas. Well,
1: it, for me, it wasn't it wasn't that it was just different areas, right? You I mean you look at Shadowbringers like the Shadowbringers was made up of different areas. It's going to completely different like regions. Um, you know, it's, it's that, that same kind of feeling with like Stormblood where it's like, okay, we're now, let me go. Now we're in the far East. Like, why are we doing, going back and forth between these like two things? Like just tell a story in one area. Um, and it was even, it was even worse than, than Stormblood in that regard. At
4: the time, time, I feel, I, I recall having felt that they, okay, so I'm just going to change that thought entirely.
0: I, I... disagree. I don't like um, what you said, so I'm going to change it. <laughs> no, no. The, the,
4: the whole duality of stormblood, a lot of people take issue with it. And yeah. um, I was actually talking uh, to some friends about this last night. Uh, a lot of people just say I don't like that there were two stories. And I don't think that's how people feel. I think that they like that there were two stories, but neither story got enough time. Neither mm-hmm. story was full. Both stories were like three fourths done. So they needed they needed more put on them. And As I was just saying, there's like 500 extra cutscenes in Endwalker. I feel like they took that extra time and put the extra story into all those different things. But,
1: but at the same time, they introduce a lot of little things that just feel like they're just like, oh, and we'll throw this in here to answer some questions. And we'll throw this in here. It's even worse. It's
0: the end of the story. It's time to answer the question. I will say, I will say, cause I, <laughs> it's just strong feelings on this. And Aldino, <laughs> I know we also cut you off a little bit. Go, so I also fine. want to make sure to turn it over to you after this, but, um, Oh, fusion. Uh, I love you so much, and I want to <laughs> preface with that. Okay. Um, I agree with Zen in the sense that I don't believe this was the same case as Stormblood. Stormblood, it did feel like we had two different regions, both of whom had their own, although common, struggle against a common enemy, right? Had their own people, issues, persecution, um, you know, cultures, space, and time. And I agree with Zen in that it truly didn't feel like I got a sense of those places. Um, If, you know, we got glimpses, I think, more than anything, I felt like I got a strong sense of Doma Hingashi, but I I really <laughs> still Alamigo is this big, weird question mark. Yeah, Alamigo that, was like, a
1: dungeon. Thank you very much it, for that.
0: <laughs> and it's like, Alamigo, sure, there's things there and there's lore that you can find and there's supporting lore in the game. But again, I agree with Zen in that it really felt to me as though not only the details and the environments in this expansion, which took it to an entire other level of telling the story, but the side quests, the story, the context, the characters we met... Um, I was not completely convinced on the first zones because I was voicing every single line and they were three times as long for me. And like the first part of them, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And I love all this lore, but like right now I really want to get into the world ending. Like, why Mm -hmm. does it not actually feel like the world is ending? But when we circle back to Thav and that's all I'll I'll say about it, that one knocked it out of the park for me. When we circle back to Charlie, and oh. there were some good parts, but some not as good parts. But overall, the world as a whole, I loved the variety. Because to me, I'm always like, if you are in a fantasy game, give me fantasy, Sure. give me the zones. And these zones, I think thematically told a story that even going between them was so strongly realized. Um, that to me, I was like, this is incredible. Because again, we're drawing on those more ethereal or, or the less tangible ties, right? So it's not that they're geographically in the same region. It is that this is a story that has plagued the lives of people here in so many ways and all living things in so many ways. And so those ties that you see them, the the beauty and the misery of humanity. I say humanity, referring to all sentient, spoken life in in Final Fantasy, just as a term. Um, but the the humanity that ties those zones together is incredible. The one zone that I absolutely one hundred and ten percent agree with you on that I do think was underused and felt abrupt and strange was the moon. And that's like that's the one to mm-hmm. me that told a really phenomenal story in parts but I could have used more that was relevant to the big thing that happened. (laughs) I also feel like it's it's the smallest, like
4: Mm -hmm. actually physically the the
1: tedious. Before I I have this thought kind of uh, float out of my head while we're Mm -hmm. still somewhat talking about like comparison to Stormblood. Yeah, yeah. um, I think one of the issues that people had with Stormblood is that they put Alamigo to the side in favor of something new that we didn't know about, right? That being the Far East, Kugane. Uh-huh. There are parallels with that idea and Endwalker. And that's the same reason that I hate a lot of elements of Druce in Endwalker is because there are things uh-huh. that we know of, there are things that we expect of certain things. And instead they're like, here's this cool new thing. And you're like, but I don't I, I want I like the other thing. <laughs> and that's I think what 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 ended up kind of hurting it for me. And yeah, I mean you you talk about things that maybe feel under underutilized. Um, some cool stuff happens on the moon. You, they also literally dropped the ball from the moon down to the planet. Like that's that was one of the
4: how gravity works.
1: Well, you know what? For the analogy that I'm trying to tell it does. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, and I talked about this earlier. There was this one spot where they just they really
2: just. It's yeah. (laughs) Anyway, see, I don't know. To me, like the the zones themselves that we went to, um. You know, we're not going to go into all of them. But, and I I really, I hate to say this, because I love the first. You know I do. Mm -hmm. Other than the moon, I think every zone there has more character than every zone in Shadowbringers, minus the last one. It's, like, sure, I didn't like a lot of the parts of the Charlian zone. I'm just going to say, even though we know what zone that is, uh, the whole second half, I could do without, honestly. 100%. Mm-hmm. but it it's the theme and the experience you have in them way better than a, a zone like Lakeland. It was just, you kind of went through it. There's some stuff that happens, but mm-hmm. people, when you went to the Heroes Gauntlet, you wouldn't even notice you're in Lakeland. I, I know people who are like, where are we? Oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, it's Purple Trees. We must be in Lakeland. <laughs> but compare that to Favnar. Yeah. You know, like that's, you have a whole different color, so oh I my think God. I think they did a great job with the zone. But yeah, maybe because they were bouncing around, it, it felt a little unfocused. They, and I, I think, think it was only yeah the I mean, first they, quest.
1: They had a nice um, like variety. I mean, you think yeah. of the the first right? You have yeah. like Lakeland, which are eh, color yep. palette wise similar, right? But then you have Amarang, and then you have the Tempest. Yeah. Um. You know, and then with with uh-huh. Endwalker, you have Thavnir. You have uh, Charleon, and then you have the moon, and then other you have zone. this other zone that's just like, <laughs> yeah. like lore vomit that's yeah. just awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> awful. I hate. I hated the last area. I thought it was terrible.
0: Oh, fusion! You hurt. I thought me so it was terrible.
1: Inside. It. It, you hurt it me. again. They wrote. They they put that bar so high. With Shadowbringers, and they did not hit it <laughs> in Endwalker.
0: I think this is the least we've all agreed ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably.
0: Probably. And honestly, I'm not surprised. I really yeah. think this is going to be a massively divisive expansion. Yeah. Um, just the stuff that's in it. Aldino, did you have something else you wanted to say? I mean, oh I no, really... not about that. Okay. Like I okay, the last zone, the last zone. Do we want yeah. to yeah. get into the last yeah, zone? Yeah, I definitely without... want to. As vaguely yeah. as possible. Yeah, yes. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I. I'm glad you don't like it, Fusion. I'm happy you don't, because What are you the thing trying is, to
1: butter me up for?
0: <laughs> I'm happy you don't like it. I'm trying to make uh-huh. it so that it doesn't seem like we're just dogpiling you, because I know there are other people who won't like it, and that's yeah. fair. Like, I can understand, even if I don't agree, I can understand, right? It is very ambiguous. It is very different. It yeah. is abstract in many ways. it is in and of itself a bizarre sort of thing in which you are left with no understanding. you know it's again, it mm-hmm. is not something that we would have expected, given what we mm-hmm. know of everything to be something that is a culmination worthy of I guess th- this fight for this world that we have um now, on my side of that, I was completely and utterly blown away by this zone. I think the details in this zone, to me, and again, just with the way I resonate with story and narrative, gutted me (laughs) Like, quite honestly. I thought the idea, again, of taking something that we conceived to be a fantastical hero's journey and turning it inward in this unbelievably philosophical way that was so haunting. And the details, oh my god, the details. I stepped off that ship, I saw a thing, and mm. I went, and I immediately was like, <laughs> this is this! And I lost yeah, it because again, that's exactly own what I did. But, but
1: but then also it wasn't but I, kind of was, but eh.
0: Well, but again, I think that it was brilliant because you're right, you're right. It was confusing, and I did have moments where I was going back and forth, like, is this actually a thing? Is this a cause we can care about? Is this a thing that we can't? Is this... What is this, right? Mm-hmm. But given the greater context of everything, given the greater context of Sword, of the other expansions, I mean, of every expansion, like, this is the thing, of yeah. Stormblood, of the raids, of everything. They talked it's about true. the fact that the mm. idea of all the content in this game would culminate. And to me, to culminate it in this way, that was so emotional. And then to work in these details, not only of what abstract meaning connections that we have to one another on, in our lives culminate as, to, to create this experiential exploration of how we love one another and how we grieve. And there's so many things, it's very hard to explain and I don't wanna say more, but well, the, the musical details. So, yeah,
1: yeah I, I think what's, what's important to say here is is I'm not saying that there weren't good things in this yeah. zone, right? Musically, yeah. there were some very cool things. Narratively, I feel like they tried to like make you feel emotions, but it ended up being very transparent in some areas. And it fell flat hard for me in this final zone. Um, I think as a zone... It doesn't work. I think what they wanted to tell with this area needed to be told in phased instances. As a final zone. You think uh you think uh as is law, you think the tempest. This final zone, it's just it's it's lore vomit. It's just it's there. Someone for the- <laughs> in
4: chat used the <laughs> word disjointed, and I agree yeah. it is disjointed, yeah. but it's supposed to be. It is supposed to be disjointed.
1: Yeah, and I yeah. can't say
4: why, but it is supposed. Yeah, no, to and, be and I, I
1: agree. Yeah, it, it is very disjointed, and I think when I when I think of a zone, I think of you know something that feels think, more whole or complete.
4: Yeah. I think I think running into those things that make you go, "What? Wait, what?" I think you're supposed to get hit in the face with that and go. But excuse me, I think you're supposed to be feeling this. But, but also there. To, a, to, to a
1: point, though, it feels like they're trying to shake things up for the sake of just shaking things up and making it different. And that's not always a good thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, like I said, like, Ali, no, you go, you go. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
2: yeah. I would, I would say, yeah, it's it's literally on purpose. Like we can't, we can't spoil, you know, right? It's hard. This <laughs> last zone, uh, this this last zone, but. I can see why people are upset. Okay, and I will say right now, why people are upset and why it rankles some people is that the choices of what each level were and how convenient it was to our story, and I disagree with that, right? You, You think it's a cosmic thing, let's just say. They could have picked any ways to illustrate it except for those ways that they illustrated it, and I saw some people being like, okay, so... There's this many of these and these are the ones you show. I disagree with that. But Mm -hmm. that is one thing that I definitely wanted to say. Yes, I know it's convenient. Yes, it's a video game. It's going to be convenient. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the makeup of the zone, yeah, I disagree. It's literally on purpose to make you feel bad. And yes, that sucks as far as game design. But so does the silent protagonist. I mean, you know, like we deal with that. (laughs) Like,
1: we, were wanna, at you, we talked at the <laughs> yeah. end
2: of shadow bringers yeah it's
1: true we yes. did
0: i i want okay the one thing you said and i and i i actually think that you feel very similarly to me on this Zona Aldino, you know um which you know as big thinkers of course no i'm kidding i'm kidding right. <laughs> i'm kidding I'm kidding, oh. I'm kidding i'm just teasing um what, I, what i'm thinking what i'm thinking about with this mm-hmm. is that for those who gravitate more towards something that is tangible and absolute, this zone will probably not resonate. For those who are fascinated by philosophy, um, the study and discussion of existence, life, meaning, for those who are interested in the ripples of history, for those who, you know, have in their own way, in some way, um, be it through fantasy fiction tried to explore the understanding of it's very hard to put into words see but
2: yeah the, you're, the, you're,
0: the greater sorry go ahead <laughs>
2: I, you're it's not like a you like this if you're smart that's what it's going to sound like when you're but done with that but it's not
0: really it's not i know it, and it's you're not, right
2: it's it, there, it sounds you, like that <laughs> it, it's because it's like it's very nebulous and it's it's it, it's not on the surface, and it probably needed to be. See, Am- Amorot's on the yeah. surface, even though yeah. it's not. It is on the surface. It's such a big moment that uh, yes.
0: I think you, can't, you don't of, get it.
2: It's,
0: I think there are a lot you, of people... You don't get it here. Yes, yes. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm sorry. I'm talking over because I'm just too excited. And I, I was like, it's just there's so much to be passionate about. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. It is not a judgment of intelligence by any means. It is. It is something where I think many people will not... Maybe first glance, get what they were trying to do. And it is very sad. And like you said, Aldina, where it's just like, you know, it is like the, all this stuff is here to make you sad, which I actually don't believe to be the case, but is very much the impression, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like as I was going through it, I was stopping every two feet to just go on a tangent and I was crying and I was talking about <laughs> stuff and I was like, because again it is such a massive abstraction and i think there is something very much to be said about again if you're serving a huge audience and this kind of thing will land so devastatingly on some people but very much miss the mark with others did they then really really bring it in a way that delivers this to everyone maybe not but from my perspective as i played through it as somebody who has always been fascinated about learning about things so beyond me beyond what i what i think i know and and these abstractions and these these metaphors and these ways that we try to understand one another and connect while it was very sad at the same time there were incredibly crafted callbacks to many actual theologies ideologies philosophies Discussion, civilizations, mentalities within the actual real world that were worked very specifically into these chosen places and ideas and concepts that were used, right? Did it feel a little bit convenient for them? Sure, but I really think the reason why is because we already had a tangible connection and understanding to certain things. We already understood symbolically in a greater sense, what they represent within the world. And then by exploring and having some new elements that were kind of brought in, we realize overall the culmination of I'm going to just say it because I mean, Answers is a song in this game and from Mm -hmm. the get go, it has been a massive anthem. So with no other context, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at this song, this idea, how do we answer? why we live, how do we answer because we suffer? What does that mean for life? How do we answer in joy and in sorrow? We answer together. And that was the theme of this zone for me. Mm -hmm, What does mm -hmm. it mean? What are the answers? And what do we draw moving forward? And it's not something that's going to resonate for everybody. I really this don't is, think this so. This is like
1: the, the, the Rick and Morty, like, you need a high <laughs> yeah. IQ to understand Rick and Morty.
0: <laughs> but you don't. Like, that's the thing that you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. And I really hate to try and say it in a way that sounds pompous. I was teasing at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do not by any means need to have that. It's just that I think you truly have to view it more as metaphors. And mm-hmm. you have to do your own thoughts about each portion what does this mean to me as I think about Absolutely. my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, mean, you, like really, they, they you really have to present dig into that it. In, yeah. in multiple different ways. They're like, this concept this way, this
4: concept this way. And you get to reflect how you feel about each of these mm-hmm. different things because at the end, you're going to be thinking about that real hard. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yep. I I, th- I think what, what the way that I perceive this, and again, like I, you know, I'm not adverse to like ideas of you know, and again, I'm not trying to make you sound like pompous or <laughs> anything,
0: but I, it's you know, fair, it sounds like it. it. It's it's
1: interesting, like getting you know some of the more like philosophical ways of thinking, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That stuff is cool. Like I, I find it interesting, um, but I think for for me, right, I talked a little bit about how some of the stuff felt disjointed earlier with going around all these areas. To me, they then crammed that feeling of being disjointed into a single zone. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of everything else. Um, and there were parts It's the end
4: of the world. It's gonna be disjointed and desperate. <laughs> and I liked I like that. I like that oh, our well, physical activity jumping well, around and, the world and, and let me,
1: that And let me let me let me finish this. I, I think there were a sure. lot of times in this final zone. It right, it wasn't without its moments. It had some some solid moments, but I think the majority of these moments we're trying to elicit a certain emotional reaction and it just, it failed on all accounts for me personally. Like, like I, there were a couple parts where we're like, Oh, okay. That's kind of touching and stuff. But like largely a lot of the beats in this, this final zone for me in the narrative just uh, didn't, didn't Lisa, hit.
0: I have, to, I have to ask you. Okay. Do you think that was because of how those actual moments were scripted and the disjointedness of the zone? Or do you think that it because I will agree, and this I'm trying very hard not to say? <laughs> it's do this it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that it's because going in from the get-go, there was an element where you had an idea of an outcome? Right. Does that make so sense? Do, to we do we understand? Yeah. Do we understand? Yeah, yeah. Do it, you it, think that undermined some of the things?
1: <laughs> I I think knowing how the game works knowing how the game systems work makes it impossible to completely sell certain narrative beats.
0: Yes, and I agree that's, with you. That's that's,
1: that's what not. I will say.
4: It's not because and and I'm just saying from my from my perspective because for me they were sold. For you they okay. weren't. And that's okay.
1: No, that's yeah. not to say that I didn't have emotions towards a few of them. I sure. absolutely did. Um, but, it, it, you know, and, and let's let's talk about this, because I know I know Zen was keeping a counter. Um, I only <laughs> like I, I certainly felt emotional through v- many points during the MSQ. Right. Um, teared up a, a handful of times, only cried once, only once did this game really get me um but i know and again right everybody's gonna have a different reaction to this and i'm curious um you know how you know vaguely right like how many how many times do you feel like it really like got you good in terms of like in the feels (laughs) a lot a lot yeah
4: a lot i don't wanna i don't want to say the number yet (laughs) i don't have a number
0: because um Hmm. Um,
1: That's rookery about... on YouTube for all of your. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. you
0: need to, if you want to see about you can... the. Yeah, yes, uh, you can count there once everything is up, and I am uploading all the rest of it because I did finish this week. Um, I'm trying to think of again. I don't. I don't know if this is giving. I don't think it's giving anything away. Sure. Um, when you circle back to begin revisiting places, does that make sense? <laughs>
3: does mm-hmm. that
0: give us a, a place? Yeah. From about there to the end of the game, I cried. <laughs> and there were a few moments where I laughed in between and I smile. A few moments where I got really spicy. A few moments where I was on cloud nine in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm thinking back. I cried harder this expansion than I've cried during any other expansion. And I think a lot of that... And I mean, I'll just be upfront and honest about it. Yeah. I think a lot of that is because, um, you know, personally, myself, I have struggled a lot of my life and we shy away from these topics, but honestly, I think this the game itself has confronted them in an incredible way. But I myself and my partner, I'm very open. I'm an advocate for mental health, but we both really struggled with anxiety and depression most of our lives, as have our family members and people around us. Um, I've had major losses in my life, major deaths of people close to me. And again, how people resonate with these things will be different. And you may have those same things and absolutely not resonate with this at all. But um, to me, some of the things they hit on in this expansion were some of the most profound in regards to loss, grief, suffering, Mm -hmm. and the idea of those moments where you think that there is no light to be found, Um, And that for so many times in my own personal life, I have been able to very thankfully find that light um, and then help others see more of it. And I, ugly sobbed i mean to the point where my cat who i had locked out of this room while i was recording literally came up to the door and started yowling because he thought i was being hurt Mm -hmm. in (laughs) here like there are entire swaths of my playthrough where i am just sobbing into my microphone like like ugly straight up crying um so i thought it was profound in that way you know like but Again, it's it's maybe more specific of a moment and a and a response, and it may mm. not resonate with everybody. Mm. You know, like yeah. it's something that I very much say. My own experiences, I think, made this hit me so hard. If that makes oh, sense,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. They, I mean, and, and, you know, it's like we have all, all of us are going to have different opinions on just what we like and stuff, and then there's that other layer of you know personal uh, things that have happened in your life that are going to affect the way that you perceive mm. things that are, are told in the story. I absolutely agree. Yeah.
4: We're vaguely talking in chat about uh zone three,
1: mm.
4: yeah zone three. Uh, a major thing that happened in zone three and that hit sure. you very hard.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh,
4: yeah it- is- I don't know? They're, they they peppered things like that throughout, and from an outsider's perspective, like maybe someone who'd, who'd only ever seen this, is like, why add that? Why put that? That's terrible. But. They, they they make you want to feel things. They make you I, yeah. experience the things that the the characters are feeling so that you are in the same headspace they are when you are going through the game yeah. and get to the end.
1: I wouldn't say that anything is, is terrible or that, like, oh, why would they make
4: you it feel that? It is terrible.
1: That's... Te- well, like, yeah. like, right, you know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's a couple different ways you could interpret that. But I think, like... You know, there. This is a story that it's not incapable of making you feel things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think there's a couple of spots when, you know, it wants you to feel. You do feel, and then there's a couple of spots in the 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 real big narrative where they want you to have these emotions, and it just did not hit me. It just, you know, for Wait, what for whatever reason, right? It just, it. Just, I'm not
4: gonna say that this is the the case for you but i can't help but wonder if uh people who didn't uh feel those things have a personal walls that just the game wasn't able to break through you know Could be. personal because it's so emotional all over the place and if you have a personal walls to keep yourself you know safe mm-hmm. from the things in in reality that hurt you the things in a game aren't gonna get maybe, to you. Maybe,
1: but but I, I will say with without spoiling, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it, this is like the Aetherite radio drinking game. Every time we say yep. without spoiling, or I don't <laughs> want to spoil this. Don't don't drink, um, don't do we're, it. We're gonna be wasted. Um uh-huh. the scene that just had the waterworks going mm-hmm. was with one of my least favorite
2: characters. Yeah.
0: What? I so, figured
1: it
2: would be. <laughs>
0: wait, wait, <laughs> right. wait, 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 wait. I know exactly I'm what I'm he's talking it. about. I'm trying to figure out. You do um, too. Is it? Mm, what's the way that you I play this know. without? Well, but this is my question yes. because there's uh, a lot of po- there's a lot of points that got me. All they know is this. Um, um there's a lot this-
2: of teary-eyed researchers. That's all I'll say. There you okay,
0: go. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah. The yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. With at one least got a me.
2: few teary-eyed
1: researchers. Zen is like searching her brain. Like, mm. <laughs> who doesn't he like? Zen.
4: I don't know. There's
2: only one sign he doesn't like. Well, I didn't even wow. say Scion. but yeah, that's fine.
1: Um, well,
4: it's fine. Wow,
0: wow, will Do you know where to support? Yeah, no way to That, I'm kidding. that it's not was, I mean, <laughs> and
1: and like it was, it was written so well. We had a okay, great yes. amount of build up to it that we can yes, follow. Right, you know, yeah. we could follow the line through the story, and that was great. And no other scene in Endwalker really just hit me like that, which is disappointing to me because
4: during the MSQ, and it was during that cutscene. You what, mm-hmm. what what what? DC'd DC'd one DC one time. Oh no! Oh. Yeah. It was in the middle of that cutscene, and so I, ah. sobbing, had to wait two hours to get back into the game, re-sobbing.
1: I DC. I, <laughs> I DC literally like right as I was about to go to the final area, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I it was like you know thousands. Of, I'm like, well, I guess I'm playing Halo today. That's that's the end of that. Right.
0: Oh no. See, okay, most this I think I feel like we can't totally end this without it's um, hard. yeah, yeah. It's spoiler. It spoiler cast. the the <sighs> big pivoting moment musical number
3: mm-hmm. mm. yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah. pivoting yeah.
0: moment musical number zen yeah. looks like that doesn't know where i'm at right now you so, got it so when i think when i think musical number i think i think
4: i'm thinking a little bit further than uh, you but you're thinking of a, a, a walk a walk
0: yes mm-hmm. when, a beautiful walk yes yeah that one also destroyed me. Yes, Surprising sure. literally no one, considering a music video I made and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for so long, one of the major themes of this expansion, one of the major songs, and I am so very glad that they put it in. I mean, right from the get-go, you know it's important, so I don't really view it as a. I spoiler.
1: I was thinking oh. you were talking about one spot, but then I'm like, oh, wait, no, you're talking about this other spot.
0: There's another, uh-huh. okay. There's, 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 there's yeah. kind of like two
1: walks in the game.
0: You are right. Uh. Yes, there are two. And yes, um, the musical number that culminates thing. I I think of it as the pivot point, because it really seems like that's kind of where you move from one part to the next part of the story. Um, To see that realized in the game in a way that took everything that I have felt in my heart Mm -hmm. when listening to that song. And I think that it's something where, again, every piece of music is gonna resonate differently and people have their favorites. And for so long, this particular piece has been affiliated with other parts of this game and and part of the past of this game. But any time that I would read the lyrics of the song, I, every single time, just my heart would just be torn out and then on the floor because I've just never heard something that so beautifully encapsulates the journey we all walk. Mm-hmm. And to see that sequence.
1: That they were able and- to take this this yeah. piece of music that was not intended for this content and mm-hmm. makes, like, even more. This is, like, uh, for, for those that have been playing 14 for a long time, um, think of, right, we had 1.0 come out. Answers was was released with 1.0. Mm-hmm. We heard it. We're just like, all right, this is a weird musical number. It's kind of all over mm-hmm. the place. Um, but then that end of an era trailer hits. Mm-hmm same vibes with and with so
4: the tears this. begin yeah.
1: yeah it was it was that same that same kind of vibe going through this and I think they they absolutely nailed it um, yes. yeah
4: and and like Rick was talking about earlier there were there are things like scenes from 1.0 in certain places where they echo yeah. them so like exactly so beautifully and
1: they they uh, worked really well in a lot of spots one spot where they uh, did that pissed me off so much. <laughs> Because they just, they're like, we're mimicking a thing. And then they don't explain it at all. <laughs> and it it's, I, I hate, I as hate As long as it, it
4: wasn't towards the end about. of things. As long as it wasn't towards, was it? Right, before the, zone, right, right. before the final
1: zone. Okay. Right before the final zone. There was some imagery <laughs> that they just throw in there for the sake of throwing it in there. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking this
4: about. This entire game, from the oh. beginning, has been a callback to other Final Fantasies. The fact that it is calling back to itself and that's Look, making you upset is so confusing stop. to me. Here's the, here's the thing. It's calling back, but it's
1: not explaining anything that we've been asking mm. about for ten years. It, it's, okay, yes.
2: Here's how people can, can be both. When you see the seams, when you personally see the seam of them doing it, that's when you don't like it. If you personally ignored the seam or didn't see it, like I don't, I literally almost, and it's, it's a spoiler, so I won't tell you exactly what I wanted to give this game, but I almost see zero faults with this. Like, and I, here I am being kind of neutral here, but when you see the seam in what they were trying to do, that's when you bounce off of it. So yes, yeah, I, I think, get it. I like, think for me, like it's I see gonna be this different. this
1: scene, and then immediately I'm like Jack Skellington, and like I'm like, but what mm-hmm. does it
0: mean? Sure, <laughs> you should, no. I will agree with you on this one, actually. Not Thank that I you. Think, hey, we like, found some common. We ground. found something. <laughs> yeah. Not that I think, actually again mm. don't know what scene you're talking. About. Okay, I believe. Are you talking oh. about the fun confetti explosion?
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Zed 1.0 in trailer. 1.0 trailer, fun confetti, different it's, colored it's, fun it's, confetti.
1: It's the, the cutscene going <laughs> to the final zone. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Do you know There's what we're talking about now? Do <laughs> you oh, get this? it?
4: <laughs> fun confetti explosion. I just got a message, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, oh, oh
0: I like that! Okay. And I'm not saying <laughs> that I didn't,
1: but they needed to follow yes. it up with, hey, well, by <laughs> the way...
0: I will give it to Fusion in this regard, in that I can accept that it's just a nod, right? Yeah, sure. I can accept that, but in the moment, did I have a second where I went, "What?" Because <laughs> we because, are getting, we are getting a savage yes, raid. We are a floor man, and they could mm-hmm. be related. I agree with it's you, true. and I actually think there's a possibility because I was. They uploaded the 1.0 trailer to the Mm -hmm. YouTube in a brand new high quality the week before the expansion drop. And because of that, I was like, exactly like you, Fusion, where I went, is this meant to tell us something more about that? Mm -hmm. Does that mean as we deal with, you know, uh pandemonium and this other stuff that there is going to be some callback to the greater things and silver tier that that are and, and in there, that there, trailer there still
1: mm-hmm. might yeah. be right we you know we'll, sure, we'll, yes. we'll I know. Love the
4: promise of that honestly like i i love uh, one of the interactions that ha- ha- happened there i hope that you did too
0: but, i did i loved it mm. i loved yes. it but i did have a moment like fusion where i again my brain was trying to put the pieces <laughs> together because we were getting answers and i was like these pieces don't go together what do you mean the the, the problem was it just means that the thing that we knew we we thought we knew before possibly doesn't mean what
4: we thought it meant and i like that i i
1: i I think that the problem i have right is is there this expansion like we're gonna answer some long like one like questions you've had for a long time and going Mm -hmm. back we did have our top 10 questions list they did not quite a few of them out so like yeah good job Mm -hmm. Uh but this this one in particular, this actually was on the list. So if like you're still like, I don't know what they're talking about, go back on the list and, and see. Maybe you'll be able to find it. Uh so don't, you know, control F fun confetti yeah. explosion. Um mm-hmm. Right. This is you'll the thing it. where you know we talk about how they they reuse like almost the exact same kind of camera angles and stuff from 1.1 to certain mm-hmm. areas. They knew what they were showing when oh, they yeah. did this. Um, and the fact that this has been like one of like the biggest questions that a lot of players have had for years. And they're just like, Hey look, it looks like this and it's like But like like fucking what? Like what is it? Like and they I don't
2: really do anything in that regard. And that was just like,
1: oh my god. I didn't
2: like, even notice it. Like you guys are talking about I literally didn't notice it, it was the same framing. Do you know why? Because here's where I differ. I hated that entire sequence. That whole sequence <laughs> from the moment from the very moment that we get the callback, the the callback that they use for the thing that we're talking about, it have, it has a very specific name, and that specific name is a callback to something that I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. but I hated it. I hated that, and I hated the uh, gang get together <laughs> part afterwards. Like I just yeah, that to me, was it really, was a little it over-rock. was very weird. Just and I'm not sure why they decided a- that that was. Some dialogue that they needed to have. That's about that's about the only misstep for me that I saw was that kind of kind of get the gang together, everything is great before the final scene type. Yeah, and and
1: and you know, with with what Chad's saying, like, it was just kind of like, yeah, like cool moment. And I'm not disagreeing with you. It was awesome. But but it's also it's also like, right, but like Yeah. But what is it? Like, what, how does this, uh, you, you, you're like not telling us anything. You're just showing us the fact that, yes, we are aware that that this is a thing that people think <laughs> is neat and they want to know more. But instead of explaining it, we're just going to show it again.
2: And All right. We'll, we'll get it.
0: They'll, yeah. they'll I mean, fix it. Yeah. And I'll honestly, it's yeah. one of those things where that great conundrum, Silver Tear, if we're talking about Silver Tear uh-huh. in general, is something that really honestly... I have always just kind of been like, there's a huge possibility they never touch this again. Yeah, Mostly because it was, you know, the original, as far as my understanding, the original intended ending of 1.0, which did not end up happening, right? It's not the big thing that we culminated to. It's not actually what they decided to do with the story. So I've always hoped that they would go back to it because it is something that, like, again, I'd love to see what they do mm-hmm. to build on it and envision mm-hmm. and tie it into what they've done because they are that kind of team and it very much seems like something that they would do. I, you know I, re- what I, mean? I
1: refuse to believe but, that they would not yeah. go back and address this, just at least a yeah. little bit more. Oh, just certainly. to put, like, you know, just that little bit of this is blah, 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 now we're done with it. Like, they yeah. need at yeah. least that
2: much. They will. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they will.
0: But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, again, I think this expansion to me is one of the ones that... I really truly believe as far as story goes in summation, we'll probably have the biggest disparity of resonating or not resonating with players. And I think that's fine. I mean, it's tough because like we talked about in Zed, I wanna go back to what you said a long time ago, right? Um, The idea of as a player, do I feel like in some way this was a satisfying end? And I'm curious to hear what you all feel about that, right? To me, I think that polarized points or not in this story, parts that, I mean, when we get into actual spoilers, you Uh will hear me tear apart. And I want to be honest about that. (laughs) I talked about how incredibly beautiful and moving and profound this was for me personally, Uh and I stand by that. This is still one of my favorite expansions. It hit me in a way that I have never experienced in an MMO, and I think it was a great achievement. Are there parts that I want to scrub from my memory and never do again? Yes, Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) there are parts
0: that I truly cannot, I'm still mad about now to this day, in this Mm -hmm. moment, almost a week after having played it, that I find to be some of the most divisive moments for me in the entire Mm -hmm. franchise. And again, that's wholly my opinion. And it is completely something based off of how these things did or didn't land for me. Mm -hmm. But simultaneously, I adore this. And for me, I feel like regardless of those polarizing elements, I have to applaud them because to tie up ten years of story is no small feat in an MMO where you're yeah. juggling fifty million things. And I do feel like overall, they brought it together in a way I have never seen there, any other there MMO manage do.
1: Absolutely, some fantastic payoffs uh, for, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I, I, you know, uh, the interactions and the people that you have met along the way. Oh, yeah. Pays off <sighs> like a hundredfold.
4: <sighs> That's at least an eighth of the stuff on my list that made me cry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- uh, th- yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some there's some really cool like we're getting the band back together moments. Like mm-hmm. there's some really cool stuff. Uh, but then, you know, there's there's the I think that the things that we've been expecting. Yeah. Right. Where they just they they fell short.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I Actually, I wanted to talk about um, there are a lot actually of spots uh, in this expansion where you know exactly where the story is going.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Y- you're you, like, story wise, the way it is written, you're like, I know, this is this is the next stop. This is that's how we're getting this. But the journey to get there for me, in most cases was so just, I don't want to say satisfying again, but the way that it was presented, the way the journey mm-hmm. went, the things that happened to me a long way to get to that point that I knew was happening. Sure. It was an, it was enough to, to make me not care. And normally, I'm a person who where I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. I'm not interested anymore. So the fact that it was able to keep me entertained and keep me happy on that journey See, that I, was, I saw, going I was on the
1: on the flip side was of that to me for, for some areas where it's like, oh, okay, I know where this is going, and therefore any any thing that they try to to put on me in terms of like feels or emotions between now and then, they're just they're not going to land because I know right. where this is going. And that was like it, you know part of that that some of that final area stuff that I had issues with. Okay.
2: And that's what I mean by seeing the seams of the world, right? Like Yeah. When you're when you're in it and you're on that journey and you love every part of that journey and you agreed with all of it, then yeah. Yes, all the small parts are fine. That's how I was for the vast majority of it too. Like yeah, there was some annoying quests, a whole bunch of annoying ones, right? But when you're in it and you have bought you've bought in then you're on the journey and it's fine those little bumps are little bumps but like to me within walker 14 is now on that stratosphere with like a chrono trigger for me a you know like these are games that yes i love every part of this except for that part sucked oh god i never want to do this part again oh my god what were they even thinking with that part But it's still an amazing, nigh perfect game, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Some people fall on the other side of that. I saw the seams. I remember a friend of mine is like, "Chrono Trigger is the worst game ever." Why? Because time travel never works.
0: Why is your friend still your friend, Do You know, you can't say that and be someone's friend.
2: They explain it.
0: You were the talk. Never
2: works.
0: (laughs) Chrono Trigger is amazing. Are you kidding me?
1: No, no, I'm talking about this. The other conversation that we had earlier this morning. Why are you even still here? Even... Why am I still letting you on this <laughs>
2: podcast? I'm sorry. Oh, I see. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, that I'll, was know, close. Please keep going. Completely, a, yeah, completely I'll, I'll, irrelevant. I'll people you. are like, "What the hell?" I'll cover me? for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just where do you see those seams? And yes, for a lot of yeah. people, you didn't see them. But if you saw them, and you fell off the train right then, the rest of the emotions don't hit you,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: it's a whole different experience at that point, right? Like you know like i've only seen it at a, at a micro level like i think we've been in agreeance for Shadowbringers bringers and things like that but we've had these disagreements for like i don't know the limsa story uh remember whirl that it. but mm-hmm. yeah whirl it yeah. yeah some some of those at the beginning towards the end but like it really depends on if you're on the train or not at the point in time that it hits you okay. right because um, yeah you I mean, tell somebody at the end of Shadowbringers what we'd be doing in in, in Walker. Just tell them what uh, that first trial. I, I won't spoil anything. Tell them what we do in that first trial, and then tell them when. They'd be like, "No, there's no way. It's it's the expansion of kind of doing that, and it'll it'll hit real hard with some people and just fall." They like, definitely I, mix yeah. up
4: the order of things. Mix yeah. up and, and right. by mix up i mean you expect a certain order right. of things it's not what happens and i i was delighted by that yeah every I, time I, every time I, I was surprised i,
1: I was yeah. delighted i think that was one of the most annoyed parts of, of that you know and See. again we've talked about how like coming into this right i had certain yeah. expectations i think i thought things would happen in this order and they're like mm-hmm. oh uh we're going to go ahead and take care of this plot element first and i'm like uh,
2: oh okay yeah and like from there on it's just like mm, and it's the same, It's I've seen this conversation happen in so many communities, and this is why I'm like, this is exactly, you know, let's not talk about Game of Thrones, but let's talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> the <laughs> Subverting expectations, it yeah. was fine when you were on the train, but when everyone fell off the train, when those expectations were what were supposed to happen, everybody freaked out. It's that line with everybody, right? And it, they'll, then they'll say something. And you'll be like, I got exactly the opposite. They're just on the other side of the line. That's it. Yeah,
4: I definitely did totally. come into the expansion. Uh yeah. not really sure where things were going. Yeah, uh, as as we approached like small plot points, I was able to pick those out. But overall, I was yeah. like, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm good with that. And yeah. and maybe yeah. maybe that's the difference. I didn't have any expectation of this is going to happen. Sure. In this part of the story,
1: right? I, I, and 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 I, and I th- maybe maybe expectation maybe isn't the right word. Maybe maybe like hopes or, or desires, yeah. things that I right. wanted to happen in, in a certain sequence. Uh-huh. Right?
4: I, I really I, That, that I, particular part we're talking about, I really enjoy that it wasn't what it always is. There's, sure. There's that, that element is so often in a story, this
0: one thing, and it mm-hmm. was not that thing. And I hated like it because that. of that. I like <laughs> that. I think the difference here, and I actually see both sides of this. I agree with Zen, And I agree with fusion in this one particular moment because I liked the subversion Zen, but fusion in your camp, I don't think they sold it perfectly. Mm
1: -hmm. No. That's
0: what gets me, like that's the separation. I actually do think that the subversion works fantastically. I think that it frees you. Again, it frees us from something that allows us to go to new heights and horizons, Mm -hmm. right? It puts into context in so many ways what the stakes, the end-all be-all stakes of our struggle have been thus far, and then what our new understanding of the stakes are, right? Mm-hmm. I think that works. I think the way that they sold everything around that does not quite, for me personally and some people it'll be different, it didn't quite hang together. It hung together enough that I was still like, yes, I am on board the train as Aldean mm-hmm. put, which I really mm-hmm. like, but it just, it, it felt to me like there were three other beats that should have happened around that and the balance. And that's why I called out that particular Mm -hmm. zone very specifically earlier, because when you actually look at the sheer amount of time that you spend doing one thing in that zone versus the sheer amount of time of what I think should have actually been the crux of that zone, It feels very much to me like, did I enjoy what I did? Yes. Does it hang together? Is this a version? Yes. But do I think they could have flip-flopped that and it would have only been better? And the same thing goes for a lot of the structure of the rest of things. I will say nothing else except that for me, the weakest thing that happened was the final beat of the entire expansion.
2: Sure. The final
0: thing. The Mm -hmm. final, final thing. Yep. And I truly believe that it's because of kind of the same issue in yeah. that that thing could have been placed elsewhere, only yes. have been better for it, only have worked better, unless they made yes. that thing oh. something much more than what it was, and really took advantage it, of the setting of the thing.
1: With with like, yeah, with without saying yeah. anything, you know? it felt incredibly tacked on.
4: Tacked on or not, for me, it would have been more interesting if that thing had also been subverted. <laughs> like you're expecting one thing from hmm. something, and that something comes to pass, and it's completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't has, say any has has more on this because correct. if I if I do, choice. I'm going to go
1: into a rant. and People are going to know exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's yeah.
0: the yeah. same. It's the same, no, and but I, her, I
4: completely agree. That is the weakest part for me. Yeah. Uh, I speaking with friends. Almost across the board, they were like, "No, I really love that part. That was really cool." Yeah. And I'm like, "Some no, people were all for it."
1: And, hmm. and meanwhile, like, go go back and uh, you know, Rook's got her her uh, her reactions. I I streamed like the entire MSQ, ah. uh, that final bit. I'm like, "Come on!" Like yelling I, at it. I'm like, "Really?"
2: <laughs> I cannot wait to talk spoilers because I was going to be great. I don't dislike that final thing. In fact, I think and Rook, you're going to love this. I think it's just another uh, answer. <gasps> I
0: think it's just I mean, another
1: answer, and I like it. And I we'll mean, talk about it. Let's not
2: get into it.
0: I know, Al, you know I, it's I'm going like, to present I this thing
1: it. that everyone's going to want to talk about, but let will not. I know.
0: It. Yes, I mean, here's the thing, and I will say this again. I understand. I believe. Sure. Yes. Symbolically, I understand symbolically what the thing is. Yeah. I like, and the thing it could work for me yeah i think it's the actual implementation it's yeah. like zen said that there isn't and we'll talk with spoilers we can't talk about it now
4: mm-hmm. there
0: are many ways that this thing could have been realized <laughs> oh, yeah. given the setting and context in a way that would have even pushed us more into that land of abstraction mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. things that would have actually been i truly think one of the hardest hitting moments but for me the way it is did not work Right. And many people very much feel that oh, it did. Yeah. And I now, I liked the aftermath. I think that the emotional ripples of the thing mm-hmm. work well. And I think that's where the real satisfaction comes in. And even some of... I mean, there's a little fleeting satisfaction with the final thing. And sure, yes, yeah. I did. I went like... <laughs> I,
1: I, <see>, I <laughs> know <think laughs> they, <laughs> they even fumbled the yeah. landing for the, the thing. Like, it wasn't good. And then <laughs> they, they didn't even stick the landing on it.
2: I could see. It's a little it's a little ambiguous a little bit and they didn't need to do that
4: i would have but liked to see it presented in a different way yes yeah. definitely even definitely. even they could have even had
0: that same setting that mm-hmm. same thing happened but like for a different reason
2: yeah that's yeah. true
0: there's actually yeah. unfortunately as well even a final line that when you're doing your final loop of, of um things in turn, things you know, yeah. you, know things. you have to do a loop at the end you yeah. know and you have to go around and do the thing and mm-hmm. do each one yeah. <laughs>
3: you know yeah. what i'm
0: talking about the, the things and yeah. it's the very last thing you do yeah um there's actually a follow-up line of dialogue that i think sells the entire thing that final beat yeah but if you don't talk to an npc twice
2: yep you mm. do
0: not get it and that, to me, is the greatest failure of that final beat, because again, I just don't think the message that they were trying to communicate was told to the full yeah. capabilities of storytelling that we know this game can achieve. And so, it's—we'll talk about that later. I, I really yeah. think we've got so many other things to talk about. Oh with this yeah, I, I, we're not even right. out of story um, yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's—it's
1: <laughs> it's important, right? I mean, we talk about how. You know, some things are you know could be left open to interpretation. Um, Uh Now we're talking about this final thing. I think it's important for a game uh, if there are things that it really wants to communicate, it needs to shove it in the face of the player. Don't like be like, oh yeah, if you like talk to Tataru after this one quest when she's just standing there, it explains Uh everything that happens. That like don't do that. If you're <laughs> if you want things to be explained and for people to have a really good understanding of something shove it in their face don't bury <laughs> don't it somewhere where no. it can be easily missed
0: I agree yes in that oh it's so tough you can
1: you can have some like some subtle things in that sure. that side you know, dialogue yes. right but if 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 in this case if this like really helps sell that final bit they should be shoving that down our, mm-hmm. our throat just like yes this and I agree
0: with you. I think there needs to be enough consistency, right? I I don't believe that everything should ever have to be spelled out. And I think Mm -hmm. that this particular expansion does that phenomenally, right? I think there is so much that, like we talked about earlier, is delicate and nuanced and beautiful and a profound moment I will never forget. Things that at least for me moved me. And again, like I said, I adore this even as we critique it. This was one of the most incredible expansions I've ever played in my life, you know what I mean? But that was me and that was just my playthrough and my experience. Um, but I think that it does, what you're going to do has to be very clearly communicated across all of the mediums at your disposal, right? So imagery, symbolism, if there is a gameplay component, you need to understand through the experience of that gameplay, what you're supposed to be taking away from it, right? Um, You need to be able to put together these things in a way that even if they aren't like midichlorians,
4: (laughs) you know, even (laughs) if they aren't like that,
0: you take you have i think a robust interpretation guided by what they give you that in the case of certain things yes does need to be far clearer than others and in the case of this particular beat and the dialogue i'm talking about all i'm gonna say is that when you are doing that final loop when you are doing your final thing you need to talk to every character multiple times after mm-hmm. the after the quest marker leaves, talk to every character multiple times afterwards. Because again, I think there is a crux in that moment that to me is like, oh, that's what they were trying to do. But, mm-hmm. but did I get that from my experience, from my thing? And there's many other things that I did get from that experience and that I do think you can read into even if I personally don't feel like they sold it in a way that really, really, really was the best they could have sold it um but it yes it's it's like ambiguity is fine and i don't want to say that we have to spell everything out sure but again you need to really strongly and consistently portray your theme so that people can in a way that it is tangible react to understanding to what you were trying to do (laughs) if 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 any of that yeah those words it
1: it gets hard too and you know i i've i'd seen uh some people talk about this earlier too um it's Interesting when you are, you know, like between quests, right? And you have so many NPCs that you can talk to, but you can only get that line of dialogue then and there. um And there was just it, it felt. Almost I do like feel a,
4: bummed that I didn't talk to the NPCs a second time. I'm like, oh, what was it? Yeah, tell
1: me I, I I didn't think <laughs> to talk to them a second time. Um, and it, it's it's hard, right? Because from a narrative standpoint, from a lore standpoint. I'm sure Cody's like, oh great, more opportunities to put in stuff. But from a player it's like, okay, cool, I did this quest. Now I have to talk to like a dozen NPCs before I can even start the next one. Um, and it's, I, I felt like they could have maybe condensed that a little bit more than they than they did. Um, but let's go ahead. I didn't think we would spend like two hours talking about story. Two
0: hours. I'm not Ooh. surprised. The story was really the, yeah. the meatiest part. And of we, didn't, we didn't before even we, spoil it. Yeah, before we
4: quite wrap up uh, I did want to say As far as Endwalker as a whole, well, story, Endwalker's story as a whole, I feel like um, by itself, this is a discussion I had with Prince before too, uh, Shadowbringers by itself is probably stronger than Endwalker, but Endwalker, supported by everything else, pulling all the strings together, just blew Shadowbringers out of the water for me. But it wouldn't have been that amazing thing that it was for me, without everything else.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. It's my new favorite. It's yeah. top for me.
1: Yeah, it, for mm-hmm. me, it, it didn't top Shadowbringers. I think Shadowbringers still had the best. Like, even if I like go to the Tempest now and just look at Amrod, I'm mm-hmm. still just like, hell yeah! Like this, mm-hmm. that part sure. was so good. It just it it, it doesn't hit mm-hmm. nothing in Endwalker hits
2: the same for me. Al, do you know? Oh. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I can't, I can't really without getting into spoilers. So the, the only thing that I will say is that, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's the end of a chapter of the star. Uh, right. You know, like we always knew that that's what they were going to say. I really think that in the next, I really feel that they, they stuck the landing here, but more, I'm more excited for what comes after. More than I thought I would be.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm more ready. That's to see what's next versus like, mm-hmm. okay, that was stuff that happened. Whatever, let's move on. Like, I'm just... <laughs> sure. I I think that I I, I just
4: want to see what's next. Yeah, I go between wanting to like bake fusion cookies as an apology <sighs> for just breaking down all of all of his opinions, and then just being like, no.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so Hi. let's segue in. Uh, next, we'll talk about gameplay. So this this section, we'll talk mm-hmm. about um, kind of side stuff. Uh, we'll talk mm-hmm. about uh, dungeons, trials, mechanics, that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll save job adjustments for its own kind of discussion. Um, so to kind of segue into this, um, yeah. role quests have been phenomenal. Yes, um, yes I, I think it. I think the the storytelling we've gotten in the role quests is what I wanted to see out of the MSQ. Mm. It's that I would argue, kind of stuff.
0: I would argue that they are part of the MSQ. But they're not. I mean,
1: they are, but they aren't, right? Because they're not required this time. Yeah. So it's that that Which weird kind of like, eh, But
2: But, I, but they're, they, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> they are just as much the end of yeah. each individual story without getting into crazy spoilers. I mean, like. I don't even know if it's a spoiler to say what they are about, like how you get them or where you get them. So I'm not going to talk about them. I think
1: the the nods that they make to certain things, I think that type of storytelling is is more of what I wanted to see in the MSQ. And I think for me, that's why the MSQ didn't do as well for
2: me.
4: There were so many nods.
2: These, these are just the end to every one of these stories. And I really, really enjoyed them. And, all I have to say is that I did the caster one first, and you know where and what that is about, maybe. And it was so incredibly good on so many levels, right? I've also done uh, the melee one, and that was okay. I felt like the difficulty was
1: was inconsistent for
2: these two. I did um,
1: I did range, yeah, uh, range DPS, and I actually had to mm-hmm. to redo the 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 thing a few times, but then I did um. Yeah. Was it
2: was what one a, was that one,
1: or was it no? Hold on. Melee, Me- melee, melee. I do a few times, and sure. the range was just like, ah, all right, we're done. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was super melee easy. has a
2: weird mechanic that, yeah, if you don't notice, you will just immediately die. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's a little, yeah. it's a little, little finicky. Cool. I felt yeah. like, but um, but yeah, uh-huh. I, I think the story and the role quest were were fantastic. Um, and I'm like, I'm more more so than in, with Shadowbringers. Now I'm like, I really want to get this other stuff leveled so that i can do the whole yeah. quest because i i think they were phenomenal and i and i wish it's like yeah they're kind of tied into the msq but they're also not um well i, and I, I think as t- mm-hmm. i was
0: gonna say i think that we have to view Endwalker as different from other expansions in the sense of how the content is used with the context of the story And the reason for that being that in the past, right, I mean, granted, we didn't even have these kinds of role quests until Shadowbringers. Sure. And that's where we got these and how they used them there is the precedent that we have to go off of. And I mean, to be honest, I would argue that honestly, the Shadowbringers role quests also are pivotal to the main story and your understanding of the first in the world and all the context of everything within that of course do you have to just the msq but also the raid that follows? yes 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 so it's like do you have to do them no you don't um but to me i think that for a long time because it's kind of an mmo and things come out in patches and stuff we've viewed the the msq and it's been this case it's been in this way for many many expansions like but we've viewed the msq as being by itself its own cordoned off thing and then all this other stuff being side attractions that builds the world sure but may or may not actually relate whereas this expansion with the amount of ground they wanted to cover to bring these 10 years to an end we are seeing them using everything at their disposal so i would argue that the story of endwalker is everything that is unique content to End. right so that's fair these these role quests the raids everything they knew that they wouldn't be able to cover everything within that main story quest by itself and so they said okay for this one the whole game is the story you know what i mean and i think that's why they decided to use things like these roll quests maybe those diversions would have added in way more padding and way more distractions and having to go here and go there in a way that just the linear story itself didn't necessarily need but you know if you yeah, do them with absolutely the context, that yeah like yeah. Oh. there's
4: there's so much more happening in the world than you get to see because you are one person uh very specifically doing very important tasks at the time and the role quests are what's happening in other places well the shit's yeah. hitting the fan
1: um, um
4: i really i really like the i've only I, I did healer and and ranged i really like mm-hmm. the ranged one
3: yeah
4: um i didn't feel like it was impactful to the story itself so much as mm-hmm. uh, uh like like charles said it was more yeah. like sort of an end to what was happening in that area at the time which yes. is it's yeah. important it's yeah. a it's, it's a question answered that has been sort of floating around over there. Uh, whereas the um the healer one I felt was a little bit more well it was both. It was more relevant to what was going on and uh tells you more about what is happening over in the area, uh where mm-hmm. it took place.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But I
0: somehow I found the range one more interesting. I
4: don't
3: yeah. know why that
0: is, but I did. <laughs> the, I don't know. the healer one sets up a lot of stuff coming off of the patches that it feels yeah. like out of all the beats those beats probably would be the ones that I was surprised the most weren't actually in just the straight main Mario yeah. Quest lineup.
2: Sure, yeah.
1: It's it's yeah, another yeah. it's another one of those cases of, right, where, you know, we talk about how if there's really stuff that they want to sell us on, that they'd really need to just kind of shove it in our face, right? And so, uh, yeah, it's kind of part, you know, Endwalker as a whole, right? But uh, let, me, let me ask, let me put it this way. Do you guys think it was a mistake to not have the real quest be part of the MSQ requirements this time around. I'm I don't think minds. it's a
4: mistake.
2: Because it would take too long. That's the only reason I think that they shouldn't have. Uh, okay. I think it deserves to be in the MSQ, but it would take too long. Literally, that's it. That's my only reason for not putting it in there.
4: The. Uh... <laughs> it's weird, because You get so much XP. Um, This is such a weird angle for it to come from. But in the MSQ itself, you get so much XP, you never really hit a wall, or I never did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to also have the healer role quest be part of that, I feel like you'd be wasting
0: the XP from it. It's true. That's true. Yeah? Aldino, what were you going to say earlier about role quests?
2: Oh, uh, just that, uh, specifically the caster one, because I don't know that any of you have done it, right? I have not. Yeah, um, it's it it follows up on one of the like side stories in a cool way, but it really is the epilogue to the region, and I think each one of these were, and that's why I think that they should have been included. But then again, that would have been yeah. too much. Pacing and would have sucked. So the yeah, story,
4: no. yeah, the story, the stories fit before. So well. Yeah sequentially before you finish yes the expansion yeah. and that,
0: that that i guess to me is probably the, the only mm-hmm. reason to make you go and do them but yeah. and i mean when you think about it technically the epilogue for ishgard is in ishgardian restoration mm-hmm. so it's like them putting these little things or i would even say like the preface to the epilogue of doma is Doman reconstruction so like if you haven't done those other side content things you probably haven't gotten the ongoing story Mm -hmm. so in that sense i mean they are much more in your face and we haven't even talked about this yet oh my gosh this is the brilliant thing about them i don't think they needed to put them in the msq because they put diable artifact gear behind them which (laughs) means that if you want to unlock the diable artifact gear you believe it or not, do the roll quest for mm-hmm. your role and then you do it and you get it and you can get that without having to worry about anything else. That in and of itself to me is incentive enough to yep. do these quests. That was That's so, a, such
4: a great way to do that. The gear. Yeah. From eighty
0: nine to ninety.
4: Yeah. You don't get ninety artifact unless you do the quest.
2: Yeah, I've seen a lot of people in, in uh the experts with level eighty nine lock gear. Just just as a a, a, a hint. I don't know that it actually affects the stats, though. I haven't actually I ever, that, ever looked I th- I at thought it. I
1: thought the stats still scaled. It was just the die that was unlocked.
2: I don't know. It's just level 89. And it. I don't know that it does or doesn't. I don't know. I haven't looked
0: at it. I do wish... Um, this is one little, mind, like, teensy mm-hmm. winsy complaint that doesn't really matter at all. I <laughs> wish that when you unlock the Diable version, it would unlock mm-hmm. Diable version on the set you already have. Because... At least yeah. for me, the way I'm having to deal with it is I have to I think I have to delete them all and then go back to the vendor and then re get them, but there'll be the dieable version because I have them equipped like they're on my character. No. and they are not die upgradable. And when I went back yeah. to the vendor, they wouldn't let me purchase them again.
1: I I bought I, yeah. a set,
2: did the yeah. roll quest, and then could die the set that I had. Yeah. It it doesn't update immediately. You might have to switch gear sets and come back. The lock will will mm. still be on it, but you can die it. It's like a little bug. It's weird. I did the same thing. I was like I got I, the ninja set and weird. I couldn't die it. And I'm like, but I've done the roll quest. And I switched I, and switched back and it was fine. Yeah, my, I, I switched didn't back have an issue. Multiple, multiple times and yeah. it
0: still won't let me die it and it won't oh. let me buy a rediable one. So maybe might, I just have a bug. It, it yeah. might be a bug. ground ground trash.
2: Yeah, you could. <laughs> I've didn't it put materia material like, wow, in already. Yeah. It. I, um you probably I've
4: did. Uh, Oh, uh, Aowanda in chat is asking if it's the glam stuff. Like, is it the glamour part that won't update? Do you have it, like, on a plate or something, and you need to go replace it with a...
0: No, I, I didn't. I'll have to hmm. look into it afterwards and see.
2: Yeah, um, it's some weird interaction there, because it it did the same for me, and I think I did do some glamour afterwards. It might be that the plate is keeping it locked or
1: something Yeah, cuz
0: I did have a glamour applied over if it. If it's yeah. if it's on so maybe, a if it's on a
2: plate, it
1: it's not technically a normal item and therefore it probably Well, isn't it's not on a plate. The change. Okay. A okay. plate was it's, applied it's equipped, over it.
0: Yes, it's equipped on my character and when I would go into the preview mm-hmm. like to, you know, like um not looking at my glammed version, but I'd go into like the preview of the actual gear, it wouldn't let me mm-hmm. dye it. Like right. it said it wasn't dyeable. So yeah. I think maybe it's maybe I'll I'll try stripping all the glamour stuff off and see if it'll, <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's
2: crazy. see easy if that
0: it's um, a little bit of a uh, bug, but so the uh-huh. the lack of a job quest.
4: Um, from a from a I want to hurry up and do the next thing. Uh, like mm-hmm. perspective, I don't mind it, but we went to Thavnir, and my main is dancer, and I did not get mm. a job quest. That's mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a fair point.
1: You know, at the same time, I mean, we talked about Shadowbringers having that that one job quest. Uh, yeah. I, I love Final Fantasy XIV. I love mm-hmm. the narrative team. I think they do some really good stuff. Those job quests sucked in Shadowbringers. <laughs> they were just copy pasta. Oh, where have you been? Another world. That's neat. Here's like a little bit of stuff that like meh.
4: It also yeah. means, um, and this was mentioned in chat earlier too, the new jobs we got have dick all for story.
2: <laughs> yep, none at all. It's
0: true. And I have to say... Um, coming off of the expansion i don't even from I, the main story itself Re- i don't Reaper really think i have a story? sense of the history mm-hmm. of the yeah, you know it's what not I mean? as extensive is what i mean right well, yeah. not- what i'm saying is i don't get a sense of their history from that Probably the closest that we get is Sage and Charlian, but we don't even see in Charlian like a group of sages talking about uh-huh. what it is to follow the art of the sage. Um, astrology is far more referenced, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Because it is also I, I've, intrinsic. I've, to done, I've done the
1: Reaper stuff up to to eighty. I thought it was fine.
0: Did they have story for it? Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, you do the start. There's a couple opening. There's, there's the quests. There's
1: there. there's but, uh, like four or five quests.
0: But you don't feel like it's.
4: It's lacking like the other jobs because because they are are so old and and have so much behind them.
1: I I mean, when you can consider like take take a a 1.0 job or take, you know, uh, any any job at at 2.0, give it a handful of of quests comparable. I think
0: I guess so. I do agree, then, in the case of, like, Thavnair, and I don't know how they do this, right? Because this is, I mean, it is a big question. If we go to places where, yes, like, this place is massively important to your role, character, you know, whatever it is, it does feel like it would be appropriate to even just have some kind of side quest or something, right? Where. If it says at the beginning, if you do this quest as a dancer, you will get a bonus cutscene or something. And then at the end, you're watching a bunch of dancers do a ritual on the platform. And it just so happens that if you're a dancer, you're up there too. You know, like that would even be something that would kind of, again, teach you about the lore, give you a context. And then wouldn't necessarily have to be a role quest, but would give you a little something. Um, while also I, again in a way that benefits everybody in understanding the lore and traditions of the region helps you get an understanding of that but maybe you could get a little something more if you went in and you did it on dancer i think that'd be really nice there were a few things like that in msq like
4: at least twice they're like ah oh, white man, I see things like mm-hmm. that yeah so there were a couple little it, mods but... like that
1: yeah i you know and i did
4: just to, just to clarify really quick I'm not saying that the number one the stories that they did give us were bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're not as extensive as the ones that other jobs have, just because they have been here longer. And so my Hmm. question was, do people feel that that's a disservice?
1: I I think you're you're trying to compare like the Infinity Saga to like just Shang Chi. Like it, they they've had more time to to tell that story, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily a fair comparison. I think starting off, right, and again, I've only done done Reaper up to eighty, um, but like it as like an intro to like, hey, this is the job, and these are the kind of people affiliated with it, and like I thought it was fine. Okay. Hmm.
4: That's good. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. excellent, honestly, because I did worry that people who uh, were really into Reaper and Sage would feel. Short-changed I, I, I think not That's great. It
1: Gets tricky because of the way that they do new jobs now, right? Because they start at such a higher level right with each mm-hmm. expansion so like I, I think right as as people that have played this game for so long you think oh job quest will start at this level and they'll go for here and here and here and here and here and they'll keep going but with reaper they they don't really start there they start at you know 70. so mm-hmm. it, it flows a little differently also all you know you'll be proud to know i finally did my level 70 summoner quest Uh, it only took me till i got to level 81 that i realized that i couldn't summon bahamut so Mm
2: -hmm. we've cleared that up a little bit yeah you know and the quest makes a whole lot of sense right just so much sense
1: oh yeah all the sense yeah
2: yeah
0: i i do think that there is something to be said about the role quests that were very well done Mm -hmm. uh lending far more depth and understanding and things to a class But I think one of the big reasons why they ended up phasing these out is because of the inconsistency in them. Sorry, we have a very loud car going back. Is because of the inconsistency in them. You know, there were some more time, less time. To me, it doesn't really matter so much as the actual information and story that's given to you. Mm -hmm. Do they really give you a sense of what it is to be this class? And now, I've been leveling both of them, but I have to shamefully say, I have not done all the quests for them, whoops. Mm-hmm. So, it's because I've been so busy with other, th- like honestly, trying to get all sorts of other things done and leveled and role mm-hmm. quests and everything else done. Um, but, you know, it's like, they could make use of those eight quests and tell a story that I think is just as compelling, because there were many of the role quests over the years that honestly, by the time I got done, I was like, I don't even know if this was a story about me. And I don't even know. Mm-hmm. If I it really was about it's, my, my actual journey. Point you know? where it's
1: like I don't even know what's happening anymore. Just giving my ability. Like it's just like <laughs> yeah. it has it they it stretched so long. And I think that's probably a, a decent part of why they decided to go the route that they yeah. have with the with the role quests. Right? They gave us those 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 final uh, level mm-hmm. level eighty job quests good for for better or worse, right? To be like, okay, and now we're done. Let's move on to to something else. And now they're telling
2: more condensed stories with the role quests. And I think that's... WoW has already had this answer for us, right? Uh, When they did order halls. So instead of, you know, a story about you in your job, it's a story about you being an exemplar of your job. I, for an example, I am a master summoner. There are other summoners in the world. My quests now are not learning how to do things it's helping them on those journeys now you could do that with roll quests they didn't quite this time it's not a spoiler I, I, i'm sorry how many azure dragoons are there now right exactly and that's why <laughs> you have to mix the two and it's kind of what they did this time you know you're going to deal with a threat that needs a battle mage or mm. a uh, you know, and uh, a marksman. I think that that's the way that they have to keep them, but I think that they could get a little bit more in detail, right? Keep it roll, but then have the shout-outs for the dialogue options. That's easy. Super easy.
0: And there would like, actually be really incredible mm-hmm. ways to work this all in. Aldino, please continue if you wanted to go. Oh, no,
2: I'm just going to say that, you know, like they say marksman, right? That's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. It's a marksman you're a dancer like yes yes but also it's, no it's funny because right? as
1: soon as you say you're a marksman i'm like dancers uh, then you're right. like i'm like okay <laughs> you're
4: like, hitting those your are the mark, mark on the stage
2: yeah ah. those are the little things that they could have changed and then role quest would be just as good like it literally would be you yeah. know yeah so I, I think I they're just
0: know. they're just as narratively satisfying yeah. right mm-hmm. we talked about in the past them even maybe adding slightly more variety right mm-hmm. that like if you were a paladin and you did the tank thing, there would maybe be a little different cutscene as a paladin yep. or something. You know, That's all you need. I think those kinds of variations could absolutely work, and I wouldn't mind at some point if they do bring back the traditional ones
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, in the sense of here is your class and here is the ongoing story of the world. You brought up dragoons. I yep. would love a class quest where they're talking about the new order of Dragoons with this new piece and things that we've seen in the last years in Ishgard. Is it possible that again, those days of legend that are mentioned in the previous quests where Dragoons rode dragons, like, is it possible that that's something in the future? Is it possible that, you know, the evolving mm-hmm. story of the world and new orders, new ranks, new things like that. Your character, like you said, Aldino, could become a master of this new art. Our white mages, as we know, finally opening up their doors to teach others again. And yeah. what does that look like and mean with the elementals and with you as one of the few who was first allowed to? Like those. There's sorts a lot of, of labels, fertile ground. Yeah, they're great. And I think they mm-hmm. could explore that. Um, but in the case of Endwalker specifically, I thought these worked really well. Um, I didn't have time because I was really trying to get through the MSQ. I didn't have time to do them during the MSQ, but mm. I, I kind of I mean I, I did, did them, them after.
1: But I, but I do. Yeah. But everybody
0: says it's fine either way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things, right? It's and and we kind of you know I, I kind of went over this a little bit earlier. It's it's that idea like at the end of the day, like this is a game that has various systems that work in various ways, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: yes, this is happening before the end, and it's just you're doing it now, yeah. and and it, like. <laughs> It is I'm what it is. Stop.
4: I needed to. I needed to know what was happening next. It was like roll quest. You'll be there. That's I'll fair. see you I, and my diable AF when I am done.
2: Fair. I stopped yeah. and did the roll quest uh, before I hit ninety and before I finished it. I wanted actually, to be in the the diable. Yeah, group.
4: I actually thinking about it. I definitely actually did finish it before I finished the story because I have on mm-hmm. the diable outfit.
2: <laughs> yeah. After right. after being
1: disconnected, like right before I was going into the final area, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna like it's, next time <laughs> I'm able to log in, I'm just doing it like I'm just gonna get it done mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay. okay so uh, moving on a little bit um, what did you guys think uh, of dungeons this time around um, mechanics harder not harder I, you know obviously right there's a lot of considerations right we have we have the, the number crunch um, mm-hmm. you know dungeons I- uh-huh.
4: are very formulaic overall I, yeah. I'm sure everybody knows um, there were some ones this time that broke the formula in in small, delightful ways uh, for mm-hmm. me. There were some new mechanics uh, or variation on old mechanics that I found enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Overall, I really uh, like the dungeons this time, Yeah. Um, both mechanically and aesthetically. Um, speaking of the number crunch, uh, going back into older dungeons, previous expansions dungeons, no problem. Yep. Uh, they were either the same or easier
3: Mm
4: -hmm. they don't it's going to be harder but don't worry it'll be fun it's not harder it's the same (laughs) it is the same uh i think rook mentioned last time uh, ultimate's not the same um yeah but uh almost all content i've gone back into has been the same uh i did a hero's gauntlet yesterday it was a little bit more difficult but that could have been the uh the people that i was with they were all strangers Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah, um,
1: and we can we can I, we can mention uh, ultimate and stuff once we get into job adjustments because I think there's there's some yeah. some issues in there to mm-hmm. we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know it's it it's kind of like right coming off the media tour, right? Where we were able to do uh, the first dungeon. It's like, yeah. how did it feel? What were the numbers like? I'm like, well, I'll be honest, I'm not really a numbers guy. I didn't pay attention to the numbers, but it felt fine. Yeah. Right. It didn't feel super hard. It felt busier. But it's not like you know. All of a sudden, it felt like the enemies had like three times the amount of HP or or mm-hmm. anything like that. Like it it felt fine.
4: It um, felt like the beginning of uh, an expansion. Yeah. It, if you if you really think about back to the beginning of Shadowbringers, going through those dungeons the first time with your baby ass, you're like, oh, it's a little, it's a little maybe difficult ish. With,
1: with your baby ass.
4: With your baby ass, mm-hmm. no, it, but it like that's that's I, normal. It yeah. was it was pretty. It felt it felt. I normal. felt it was pretty pretty fine, pretty normal, pretty good. Um, The only thing that I really noticed a difference in was healing, and I'm gonna let Rook talk about that, because she's the actual healer.
0: Healing? What do you mean in what regard? The, the, like, potency of heals, that kind of thing? Yeah, I felt like it was a little bit more difficult. Not, like, difficult, but a little bit more. It is, it definitely is. It seems to me like, okay, it's a very subtle thing, right? And then I think you're right in that most content, I haven't really noticed that much of a difference, especially lower stuff. But as you get a little bit higher and you do start getting closer to that, like, mid 60, 70 plus, um, definitely I've noticed that it seems like AOE on mobs takes just a teasy weensy bit longer, and as Mm -hmm. healers, our heals do just a little bit less, and yet, again, I think it's actually kind of fun. And um I think it's you know been interesting and we talked about this a little bit last week even that I think the separation between shield healers and pure healers feels really clever to me thus far mm-hmm. I've really only been able to play sage and white mage out of those two so I need to do astro scholar and you know really see how they are but I mean it feels like two distinct play styles it feels like with the changes and everything else in Sage's kit, if I am in even a 70 dungeon on Sage, I got I had best know how to use shields proactively or my <laughs> butt is going to be so clenched. Like, yeah, I've, you know I've what I definitely mean?
1: noticed um, and, and I've, I've run each dungeon at, at least a handful of times at, uh, at this point. And, and admittedly, right, it still can be growing pains, right? We're only a few weeks out, um, but I've definitely noticed that like clutch shields have been like a way bigger thing. <laughs> Um, you know,
0: yes, and I love it. I love it. Honestly, I love, oh, that okay. I have to use. no, I do. I love that. I have to use more of my kit at any given time in a dungeon. Um, I think it's fun because I mean, honestly, again, it creates distinction, you know, as a shield healer, it's been really interesting to me. Like, um, on white mage, the actual amount of healing that I can do in a second consistently throughout a fight feels markedly different than having to plan and pace on Sage around when I may have certain things and I, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, I can do big healing this one time, but otherwise if you get hit and my (laughs) shields are gone, you're dead. Like it's it's very fun to me in that regard Mm -hmm. and even taking it into extreme content. So again, no spoilers, so I won't say any of the fights or anything, but I noticed a marked difference when I was co-healing with a white mage. The amount of incoming damage we took was terrifying. Could we heal it up very fast? Yes, but I was startled. But when I went in with a sage, it was suddenly like having the shield and the heal after. Oh, it was like perfect balance. It was so good. <laughs> you should have the heard her. And, and our other
4: healer who's, a, uh, who's on sage, some fights they were like all right are you ready to do nothing (laughs) he would put up shields
0: and she would put up the the lily bell and they'd be like here's some dps we would just do nothing like literally it was so fun and i was not expecting this like i wasn't expecting it because i was really nervous about this balance and this shift but it actually was fun And I enjoyed, like, we'd get hit by something, and if we used our things in tandem together, the shield and the damage reduction that I had, and whatever little bit we needed to polish up, we'd sit there and be like, what damage? Like, and it was really, really enjoyable. And I loved that. So that was really good, and that has felt really good to me. Um, As far as the actual dungeons overall, I did feel like the first dungeon was a bit harder than previous expansions as far as Mechanics, there's fast a lot. Pace. Of, there's a
1: lot to dodge <laughs> in that yeah, first like dungeon. dungeon, yeah.
0: And the rest of the dungeons for the expansion, it was like some were a little bit more difficult, some were a little bit easier. Some, you know, I had to worry if there were big pulls. Some, not as much. You know, it didn't. It didn't feel quite as wild. Uh, some of those last ones do actually have some pretty really fun fights, and like the bonus ones have some unique little mechanics. Yeah. And like the setting and spectrum. When I'm looking at dungeons as something that I'm going to review, I guess you could say. I look at first and foremost, what is the journey I took? Did they feel Samesy? Did they feel like each one really did support a narrative beat adventure development? Do I feel like I was in a variety of unique you know, places? Do I feel like I took a journey in each of them? Did the mechanics and the bosses kind of tie into that and feel as though it was relevant? And like in all of those regards, I actually really think this was an incredibly strong expansion. Um, I could have maybe done with, either a dungeon at the first part of the end of those first two zones in the expansion. Mm-hmm. There's a little something extra, even a duty instance at the end of those, just a little sure, something. Because yeah. it felt like it was a real long haul to get to the first dungeon for me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. But like otherwise, I think what we got is fantastic. And if you haven't unlocked the two bonus dungeons at the end, definitely do because they are honestly really cool and i yeah, i really really loved them I, so. I think in
1: terms of of narrative i think that the dungeons in endwalker were stronger than the ones in shadowbringers yes um, yes i think so too and, I, and, uh, I, and I narrative
4: think a, and, and formula to be honest with you like having okay. broken down um dungeons 81 yeah. through yeah. Uh, 90 at this point so it yeah. says, says
1: the dungeon guide writer <laughs> there's,
4: there's okay so like a big chunk of the Shadowbringer's engine is like, I'm gonna copy and paste the old one, replace the names, and it's the same all the way through it. down to like how many mobs you get and how many encounter like packs you have before each boss. This time, there was a little bit more variety, which I really appreciated. yeah,
1: it, it, it felt better in the narrative too, because I uh, with with <laughs> Shadowbringers, right? if if you're going into a dungeon, right? the the most you'll have is like three three NPCs for trusts. But they, they, they fudge it a little bit with Endwalker, and they'll have some other NPCs show up for just a little bit. They may, may or may not do anything, but it helps mm-hmm. to weave that into Uh-oh. the narrative. Oh. Somebody
4: wants to talk about
0: something and can't.
1: Cannot. It's
0: just, yep. it's just, I just, the, the one where you have a special NPC, the special NPC. I, I,
1: as, as, yeah. as soon as she's just like, that one, I'm like, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know which one. Yep. That was cool. I, I, it was, I was not expecting that. That was very neat. Yep.
4: Oh, that I, was the only time I regret not doing a trust. <laughs> you were
0: monsters, Zanidra. Fusion's oh. been the monster this whole podcast. You monster, yep. you didn't do it with wow.
1: trust? Yep.
0: Okay, so like, I did <laughs> I, 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 I did, I did I trust, trust for every attention.
1: dungeon. I just, I'm just...
0: Fusion, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you did really good. Strongly. Thank you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, but...
4: <laughs> oh, okay, you did it with one, that's fine. The thing about this set of trusts, I've been told you can go back any time and do that one. Yes, I believe Yes, So, so I, I they, yeah, do they, plan on doing they, it because it is so cool. Yeah, they, they,
1: okay. they split it up. So basically now, right before it was you can do like the last dungeon with trust. But now they have it mm. so you can choose. Uh, I forget what the one is called Scenario and I think the other one is called like Avatars. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically like Scenario just lets you do whatever dungeon you want with, with the trust's. Yeah. Um, and then Avatar, it's a continuation of basically leveling them um, mm-hmm. from from Shadowbringer. So it's it's that's nice cool. that they they made that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely a, nice. a really nice kind of user friendly um, thing, especially if if you want to go back and uh, maybe just do a dungeon, but like level on something else. Like, yeah, um, my wife's been using it because she enjoys healing and tanking. Uh, but maybe doesn't want to necessarily do it with other people. So yeah. this way she can still go and do content, play that job, um, and I, I thought that was a really good uh, yep. way to do that. It's a uh, I just want
0: to put that out that really fast. It's fine. It's okay. You
2: can really see. I understand you when know,
0: I make a mistake usually, and we, this time was that time.
2: <laughs> we we had a question, or there was a question to Yoshi P about people who had anxiety about playing MMOs and what to do and trust. And there, there's a very surprising use of trusts that I had to do. Like, you know, you do it every time, but that, that one specific, not the one that we were just talking about, the kind of expanded use. Yeah. That I was like, I need to see this because this is how, this is how you make this game, how you, you don't feel bad about telling people, well, there's a 10 year story that you have to go through. Right. But, Maybe by that time you can trust through the whole thing. Yeah, that was that it's, was going nice, to be. a
1: nice surprise, yeah. and it's it's definitely I think we got kind of a, a, a better look at like what they're planning mm-hmm. to do with this system, whether it be uh, the thing Aldino was talking about or the thing Rook was talking about. Yeah, that Zen didn't mm-hmm. do because she's a monster. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I'm
0: not going to lie,
1: uh-huh.
0: I'm biased on that because. Those particular yeah. three are three of my absolute favorite yeah. characters ever from the entire thing, from the whole game, from mm-hmm. every single thing. I, I, am I want to do it. I like. Want to. I, it. <laughs> I actually, I just yelled when I realized that you could run with them. I yelled <laughs> like I was so excited. <laughs> I, I do a mix, so I really only did two things with trust. The ones that were most story specific, mm-hmm. like you should really do this with trust. Yeah, um, the other ones even towards the very end, I actually did it with other people because it still felt very right to do it with other people.
1: Sure.
0: Um, but those two and that one in particular, the dialogue and the little, t- and just, and seeing, and just yeah. every, I just
1: look, sometimes you just need to get that bubble text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, this is going to be even harder now. Mm-hmm. Trials. Oh, um, boy. New mechanics in, in trials. Very inventive, I, I would say. I still oh cannot God. wrap my head <laughs> around that one mechanic in the first trial. I-, I know
0: exactly what you're talking about. Rubik's Cube?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I still, <laughs> I, I do it, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just going to stand here and hope I don't die. <laughs>
0: but,
4: the, but the whoosh?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The whoosh. Okay. Yeah. The articulation. Take a look at our
4: guide on Gears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: there's a good guide for it.
4: <laughs> I do just um, have to say, mm-hmm. sorry, you you go. You go. No, I there there's a I tried out a picture. Um uh I have seen some graphics for that that are excellent, mm-hmm. um but like some some moving gif Oh, GIF uh, no, no, no.
1: I know mm. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. No, that I don't have a problem with.
4: Okay, what is the issue?
1: It's the uh the lazy susan.
2: Yes, the really? articulation. It just, yeah. It
0: just turns.
1: But
2: it's the articulation.
1: It's I, I, my brain don't 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 work that way. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's a clever show of how subverting even the way that you are using your brain to perceive space mm-hmm. can absolutely introduce something brand new. Even if technically the core of that mechanic is similar to sorts of things that we've mm-hmm. seen, right? Yep, the yep. actual way that they use it, your brain is like, what? what? <laughs> like, you just look at it, it and you just sit there, like, what? Well, hold on.
1: I don't even <laughs> yes. it. It always, it, am- turns like this. it always <laughs> amazes me that the battle team is, is like always able to come up with new ideas for mechanics. Like, I, I don't know how it, they do it. I don't know how they do it.
2: For that one in particular, like, there's a voice line that goes along with it that um, the first time that it happened, that you go, wait, yeah, you know, if that were true, it means you would be able to do this. That's right. It's just narratively, that ability makes so much sense. And it makes even more sense after you do it. And you're like, wait a second, right. They would be in control of that, wouldn't they? You know, it's just one of those things where they really take the mechanics of the fight and uh, reinforce what that thing is. You know, it's really cool.
0: I felt like all of the fights really nailed mm-hmm. that in that regard. I, I adored these three trials. Um, I think that you know, as far as mm-hmm. I don't know, absolute, totally unique, brand new mechanic kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Like. There were a lot of really innovative things, but you know, I don't know, is this like Halicarnassus? When I think about the first time I looked at Halicarnassus and Savage Rating, mm-hmm. like, maybe not like, you know, maybe not to that degree or, I mean, there's so many examples, Suzaku's DDR, or like these, mm-hmm. I don't know, things that feel <laughs> yeah. totally buck wild out there, what is even? Like, it's maybe not that, but like you said, I think that there's a lot of new ideas and some of the things in there are clever subversions and the actual designs of the bosses, again, without saying anything, I just love them. Mm -hmm. I love them. Mm -hmm. It feels so classic. It feels so timeless. They're all so unique. They're so, like, I just, Amano's art period Mm -hmm. in general as a style, as an aesthetic is something that I adore. And so to see so many beautiful realizations that I think feel very classic Final Fantasy mm-hmm. while being absolutely mm-hmm. unique to 14 and Endwalker. I was like, nailed it. Out of the park. Yeah, I,
1: I, of think the park. The, I think the fights themselves were, were great. I mean, narrative de- yeah. decisions around the fights aside, um, I thought the fights themselves were good. What did you guys think about the difficulty of the final one? Oh. Was it, was it I too no
0: problems easy? With it. Was There's, it
1: just right? Easy.
4: Okay. I, felt, I felt like it was, well, hmm. the first part was pretty good there's one mechanic that trips people up Uh but once you figure out how to deal with it it's fine yeah um i felt like the the last part was like brain dead easy yeah but um i i didn't have a problem with that just because of where it was placed
1: yeah yeah i just i i I, I asked that because i think from you know i'm curious i mean we all remember shinryu yeah right um, uh-huh. And so I, I, I'm, i you know, I was curious because, you know, yeah. how, how has Square Enix changed that difficulty of the yeah. the, the final fight based off of I think they, the the wonderful things that people had to say at the end? I, I think they loved, learned their lesson.
0: I uh-huh. loved OG Shinryu. Yeah. I was so mad. Everybody's so mad about Shinryu. And I get yeah. it. It really did get well, hard to well, run with people. People it, would fail whenever it would pop up, you know? It wasn't
1: everyone mm-hmm. so much as I think it was, like, reviewers yeah <laughs> really uh, yeah it and those are the ones that are that are you know putting yeah. the game out I mean, there for everybody else so the yeah. fact that uh, you know all the reviewers at the time were like this fight was really really hard
0: it is important especially again story beats right mm-hmm. i acknowledge it's important it's important that you are creating an experience speaking of which oh my gosh this is something that i thought was really neat and i'm glad we can tie it into this with content they actually did do in a few, was it the trials specifically, where like if it was a specific story beat or it might have been mm-hmm. the duty instances, either way, this mechanic where if you were downed while in the flow of your story yeah. in the instance, you would immediately come back up again. Mm-hmm. And um, this is something that actually happens in multiple other things, just like throughout the whole expansion. Yeah. It's just a thing that happens um, so that your narrative flow isn't destroyed, right? You're not. Just so mad, beating your head against the wall, trying to queue mm-hmm. into the thing. I'm back in the queue. Get back in the thing. Go back in this five five. five yeah. Number, now I'm number four hundred. Now I have to go. Like, so I thought that was really clever. Mm-hmm. And in that kind of same vein, you don't want somebody to feel like yes, the end, the high point of this story is going to end up tainted by the fact that you literally just could not get through. Yeah. And you have to appeal sure. to that common denominator of players' skill and range which is not a bad thing. People use that very disparaging, in like a very disparaging way, but it's not. It's just that you have to understand what your base is and what they're gonna do. My Mm -hmm. hope is that we will see with the extreme version of this fight, kind of like Shinryu, that there's a bonus phase or there Mm -hmm, are like, they've added layers on layers so that when that comes out, it really does feel like the scale of difficulty you would be facing in that moment. Mm -hmm. And that I think will really do it for me. Otherwise it was, it was a little easy. It was a little simple.
2: Sure. You know, know, I, I did everything uh, that was group content without friends. I do this on purpose. Um, and it's not because I don't like my friends. I just do it to experience it. I
4: try. I'm like, Charles, no, Come here. No. And he's like,
2: no. no. I refuse. I want to experience <laughs> it with everybody who's playing it as well. I want to have that. You know, I was queuing with everybody. But not any trouble with the last one. The first one? The first trial? Boy, that oh we time God. out twice on. Oh, wow. boy, that I time out twice really? during the first trial. Wow. Yes, because of that mechanic that we're talking about with the articulation oh man it it did not a lot of people did not get it huh and so all 99 minutes twice wow um
4: my problem with that one the, <laughs> yeah the first time i went through it i went through with like half friends half strangers and yeah. we, we one shot it yeah. uh the next time i went bad. through uh because i went i went through them several times as friends would mm-hmm. catch up i'd be like heck yeah i come back and do that stuff with you yeah. um <laughs> I went in on white mage because there weren't mm-hmm. enough healers and, uh, there was a sage there who didn't understand their job, which is fine, yes. um, but also just got up and walked away from the computer several times during the course of this fight. And there is a uh, sack mechanic in that fight, mm-hmm. which is very, very difficult to heal through as like an 83 white mage by yourself.
2: Yeah. That's, very, that's very the other mm-hmm. thing that we wipe to every time because we had double sage in Ugh. both of those groups and they didn't understand sages, their kit just yet.
4: Yes, yeah, sages so. should be able to handle that they, if they, they understand. Yeah. But it's like the first couple of days, so you kind of give them a break yeah. As, yeah. as far as they stay at the computer.
2: Yeah. So I didn't I didn't have any trouble with the, the last okay. one, it was that first one. <laughs> that first one, oh my huh. goodness.
4: You say Q3, oh, but if like five people have just died and you're alone trying to raise them and so there's like, you know, three or four of you alive in the stack mechanic, you're gonna oh, yeah. die. Yeah. Two three doesn't help you. You just die.
2: There's <laughs> <laughs> just too and much. It's, not, damage like, going it's not
4: like you can be like, "Sorry, you're the sacrifice. Go over there." Because that stack mechanics like this one's dead. This one's next. It
2: oh yeah, moves. it lasts for a long time. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I don't know about the talking last about eighty three.
4: You don't have Lily at eighty three.
2: Yeah.
0: You don't actually, but, which is unfortunate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have your full kit. You're going in new. There's a new DPS and heal, so it takes longer than healers have power for. As Rook was saying, for dungeons, you know, it's just mm-hmm. the way that it is. Um, but yeah, by the final trial, everybody kind of got their shit together. It seemed. So I don't know. Cool. I'd hope so. At that point, you, yeah. you you figure
1: out what the buttons do, yeah. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love trials. Mm-hmm. I
0: love them. I, I actually yeah. yeah. had the most can actually talk about them because I yes, oh, yes. I had the
4: most had issue storm. with the second one. Uh, (laughs) because of the part where you have four things that move through again you know like several people I I, I heard yeah
1: I heard uh, uh, judging the hitbox on that was an issue for some people I was um,
0: crying too much, so yeah. it's hard for me to do <laughs> that. That was me
1: in the last fight, I, and that's
4: uh, part of the reason why the, the last fight being brain dead easy after the transition, the transition in the last fight made me cry. I was crying <laughs> as I was trying to do the last part of this fight. Uh, the person who I was doing it with was also crying, and then uh-huh. three other people in the the trial with us admitted to also being,
0: like, sobbing. Maybe that's why they made it so easy on the last one. I really honestly think it is! We also cried on the last one. I mean, the second one, I'm very emotional about specifically the context of what happens there, and, you know, the specific thing and entity. Um, and I was singing to myself the whole time and mm-hmm. sobbing while singing <laughs> yep. and the, it was not a good mix, it's, but the last fight as well, because it is such an emotional moment. Yeah, I cry. I was crying and maybe they just knew that and they were like, this is going to be emotional. So we'll cut them. Some mm-hmm. sweat.
1: That's, that's interesting because I've seen, I've seen a lot of people write, say this too. like, it was really hard to do the fight because I was crying. I think the last time that like, I was actually like waterworks during a fight was, mm-hmm. uh. That instance fight in the burn when Gaius shows up again for the first
2: time? (laughs) I knew it. I knew it would be that one. I
1: knew it.
4: Uh, I was like, oh my god, it's him! uh, I I saw the transition, and I managed to keep my shit together, and Mm -hmm. then I heard my friend do a little,
0: and I was like, damn it, now I'm crying!
1: And there it goes. Uh Um,
4: It was so good. Has
1: anybody done any gathering or crafting? Nope. Uh-huh.
0: No. Okay. My partner did. Um, Bebop has been. And Bebop seemed to be a little bit frustrated with some of the facts that. At, okay. So they decided that they were going to craft gather while they tried to do all the MSQ stuff which they found to be a little bit frustrating because I Uh guess like certain leaves. Yeah, I know. And they were like, this is how (laughs) you're supposed to do it. And I was like, "Mm, I love you and I married you, but I don't know if that's right. (laughs) But I didn't say anything else after that. And sorry, Bebop, if you're watching right now, I still love you. but watching or listening. Um, but <laughs> they were a little bit frustrated because like they wanted to work on both simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And they found it a little bit annoying when you're trying to do leaves and things. But then the leaves were in like parts of areas that you could get to, but because they had put these like kind of like invisible walls between areas to try and keep you from getting places too soon or like, mm-hmm. you know, to make flight more convenient mm-hmm. or stuff like that. It was really getting arduous for them to have to like go all the way around, come back, go back sure. there. And I was like, oh, it's like, well, just save it for afterwards. And they were like, "I can't. You're not supposed to." And I was like, I "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't mean, know
4: if you're right." Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> oh, I did do one thing. Uh-huh. I was like,
4: "I'll do. I'll go do dwarf dailies to start working on my stuff." Dwarf uh-huh. dailies give 1,000 XP each. That so is it.
1: so worth it. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that in the notes. I'm like, cool, thanks like, why? for that. Why? Pixie, Pixie, what, Pixie, PixieQuest will still I, give you some, some decent XP yeah. yes, for for Yeah, Pixies Fours, are still great. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting minor one, one to... 1K,
4: 1,000, not yeah. 300K, not even yeah. like 20K. One, it's like, they specifically wanted you to look at that number and go, ha don't do this.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I got my I minor really... up to, uh, I think, 86. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I, I got a little bit of, you know, you can't do the HQ stuff anymore and, you know, how that yeah. works. And I, it, it feels fine to me. Like, you know, it's oh, just... That's good. It's gathering as as normal, more or less. Um, uh-huh. I haven't jumped into, into any crafting yet, but
0: yeah, I'm being
4: told to... that's what happened in Stormblood too. I didn't. I don't think I tried to go back for Stormblood. Just didn't think about it, but like. I, I think that's really nuts since the, the pixie ones are still good. Why why aren't the, the Dwarf and, and Kit ones still? Good? Because
1: they want you to do whatever the the crafting and gathering tribe quests are going to be that aren't guess, out yet and be won't fair, be out yet for like another uh-huh. year.
4: To be fair, if I like I said, I haven't really done anything, but if they if the, the speed at which you level crafters and gatherers is the same uh, comparatively as it was in Stormblood, it's really fast, so you don't really uh-huh. need it.
1: Yeah, no, that's the issue we had in Stormblood, right? It's like, oh, cool, we have these these quests now where we can love... Oh, you already love... All right, well. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Personally, I think that they need to do some kind of... We talked about this previously, and I still stand by it. I think they need to do something for these Beast Tribes where they unify all of them, the amount of quests you have to do, the amount of experience you get for the quests, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and they do something where they sync to whatever level character you bring to them. Like... Obviously, you will have had to have gotten some character through the story to unlock certain ones, but to give them more replayability, because there are rewards, there's special stuff behind them, there's story, there's culminating story. Like,
1: mm-hmm. honestly, Unless you're playing Shadowbringers, because they didn't do it for Shadowbringers. Yeah.
0: Yes, but it's like, it's one of those things for me. I mean, there's story just doing them, right? You get the story, the pixie story is fantastic. The dwarves are tons of fun. Kakirin, I'm still working on, so I don't know, but they seem fine. Um, But it's kind of- That's someone that fusion hates because it's got a choice. I know, Mm. but like, to me, I think give your players more options, right? Give them more options and give them options across the board with all of the tribes so that you can use them as a leveling tool forever just use them i i personally would prefer to see that because right now it's so it does it sucks to go back and you maybe haven't finished those and then you're looking at it and you're like i'm getting nothing for doing this or you want to do the story or you want to go back but it takes so long and the original ones you have to do so many quests to get all of the tears and it's just like i would rather just have this be something that functions as something else that you can tell people go do these stories, especially given the role that those tribes have taken in the story over time and the way that they've evolved. I truly think that you should be able to interact with them, get something for your time and, you know, do your dailies with them. Like, what is one more little thing that's a daily for you? I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I just wish they would do it already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, okay. Uh, moving on, uh, job adjustments. So we'll we'll throw Sage and Reaper in here, too, since they are mm-hmm. brand new. Um, and we By talked adjusted,
4: a little... you mean turned on. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, just, you know, job actions, traits, abilities, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we talked about this last week a, a, a fair amount because that was probably really one of the only things we could talk about. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've gotten Machinist to 90 since then. Um, the... Uh, chainsaw or whatever it is, like it's just it makes me get my robot faster and that's cool. Just you know, it, it's 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 right. It's that whole thing. It's like oh, these this is an evolution of you know what we did in Stormblood. It's just like a natural progression of that. And yes, yes it is. Um, I will say uh, my Reaper is eighty four now. The more I play Reaper, the more I absolutely love its kit. Um, it's just it's yeah. got a lot of really. Good stuff. You want to jump forward, you can jump backwards. You can use the portal to go back to that. Uh, you want to shield yourself? Cool. You want to shield yourself and then you can reach into the party? Yes. Uh it's mm-hmm. just a lot of really cool stuff that Reaper can do. Um, and and it's uh, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. I've been really enjoying Reaper, and it's 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 definitely gonna be my, my third job to, to 90, I mm-hmm. think. Um I dabbled on summoner a little bit. Um mm-hmm. got that to, to 81 unlocked Bahamut. Um Yeah, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. It's it seems pretty straightforward. that having been said, I haven't really actively played Summer right. since like mid Heaven's word. <laughs> so it's been a while for me. Um mm-hmm. but it 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 felt fine. Um so um, you know, I was debating on, you know, leveling up my Red Mage and then leveling up Sage. I'm like, or I could just level Summoner and then I'll have a healer and yep. a caster for these role quests. So <sighs> one day
2: that won't be true. I hope <laughs> one day, one day yeah. I'll break Summoner. Yeah, and I Scholar. did. That.
1: I did think I, I, I did. I get Sage to 81.
2: I've played on Sage a little bit. Yeah. Um,
1: But yeah, so far for me, uh, I, I think everything feels fine. I know that there are issues. We talked about this last week uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to healing through either certain fights or certain abilities, um, you know. Yeah, T- I didn't even look into that. TBM. Uh, uh...
0: Oh, it's real bad. It's real rough. Yeah. It's real Growing rough. Pains, I Spe-
1: think. Spell right. it out for us, Rook.
0: Oh, I just mean right now, probably the worst matchup between Tank and Healer is Dark Knight and Sage. Again, this isn't to say that it's impossible. Not at all. Right. You absolutely can But the unfortunate nature of most things is that if you are pugging something, you're just in a group with random people, you're not on comms, you don't know what that person's going to do, you don't know what the other people in your party are going to do. And depending on what level threshold you're at, that's also really important. Because on Sage, there are certain things that will allow you to have more heals on demand or convert and all kinds of stuff, depending on where you are in that leveling process or content. So the unfortunate thing right now is that it's real dicey when a mm-hmm. dark knight uses the you know uses a uh, living dead and you are a sage healing them because depending on what else has happened and what else you have going there may be certain situations where you just literally have nothing to get them to full in the time that you need and so you're sitting there like bye i guess i'll rescue you that counts right that's helping <laughs> like that's mitigation
1: there yeah
0: it's not the what case is- every time, and a skillful yeah. mm. sage, again, can do a lot yeah. to avoid it. But the unfortunate nature is if Dark Knight uses that, if they ever feel like they need to use it or they accidentally hit it or whatever it is, no amount of shields that you have on them, yes, you can convert some into healing, but mm-hmm. it's like, again, if you don't have something that can burst them too full quickly, they will die so it's just an unfortunate thing because um i honestly feel like at this point with all of the other things they've given the other tanks and the self-sustain and the passive heals and the active heals and the everything else feels like they should just remove this insta-death punishment for dark knight leave the health low i mean gunbreaker i know the length and the duration of the ability is longer and you know there there are perks to it But honestly, I think it was designed at a time where healers were all one thing. I know it was designed at a time where healers were all one thing, right? So the idea Mm -hmm. of every healer having some kind of, oh crap, mega heal was automatically built into it. But now that they have split these two, and I think for the better, I love the idea of two separate play styles. I'm sold on it, they did it. The shield healers play differently and I love that. They need to do something else with this ability to either make it so that it, like, counts if you, like, if you have a shield on you and you die or whatever. I don't know. They, they need to do something where both kits can adapt to it really well. And it's not just like, okay, well, we have to give everybody some kind of instant heal to full. When in reality, I really think that could be a fun thing to keep for pure healers and to let shield healers have something else, you know, um, mm-hmm. that makes them unique. It's,
1: yeah, I, uh... Okay i was gonna say i've 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 run a a, a lot i mean I, right right like i i've I've run each dungeon at least a few times at this point um but so many times when when I have a dark knight and a sage, we end up having this weird transformation on Reaper, and I'm not talking about in Shroud. it's where my butt clenches so hard that it just turns into one unibutt because uh-huh. the tank dies. And then I sit there tanking everything with, like, 2,000 HP for, like, 20 right. seconds.
0: Thank you for using my technical terminology. The fusion.
1: unibut. Yeah, I brought it, <laughs> I, I brought it back. Yeah, The unibut. Um, yeah, it's just, like, it's happened a lot where it's like,
0: oh, the tank
2: died. Please heal me. <laughs> yeah, it's a unique kind of interaction with Sage and Dark Knight because Sage has a lot of, like, rolling damage mitigation. Like, you're going to have 10% damage mitigation basically all the time they could do that but dark knights living dead is the only time where damage mitigation doesn't matter like okay Hollowed, you're not going to die anyway so who cares but (laughs) all right you still didn't get to one so that when it was over you didn't immediately die that's technically damage mitigation helping you Mm -hmm. right all of them get helped by damage mitigation except for living dead because it doesn't matter how much less damage they're taking you have to heal their full hp so that's why one of the ideas that I had was if they had damage mitigation up when they pressed it, lowered the amount of HP by that percentage, right? They had 10% damage mitigation. When they use the living dead, you need to heal them to 90%, right? Because you had damage mitigation and it helped to mitigate their damage that they took to themselves. It's weird, weird to think about, but it would just reduce the amount you had to heal. Yeah. right. Something, something I, needs to be done. I don't know.
4: I think, I honestly think... um I've been messing with Sage a little bit. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten it all the way to 90. But the more I sort of understand its kit, the more I think that a Sage with everything in its pocket yes. can definitely handle mm-hmm. it no problem. Um, yep. In the case of maybe going through a dungeon where you are struggling uh, with a Dark Knight because maybe you're not vibing so well and you've used everything already uh, on you know big pack of mobs yeah. or whatever, you, you have nothing. They use living dead because they have nothing. They're screwed. Yeah. But that's it. I think I think in the case of um, especially like in-game rating where you are prepared for what's going to happen, you know the player that you're healing, I think it's gonna be absolutely fine.
0: Oh yeah, but I don't think you can base the functionality of these kits off of that kind of gameplay. No, I'm just you saying like I mean? in addition to everything that we said, yes. I think mm-hmm. yeah, I think in, yeah, yeah. in a
4: balanced uh, put together party, I think it's gonna be just fine. So
0: Well it is. And honestly, when you're running that kind of content anyway, you should in theory have a co healer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is, again, this is a very hyper-specific situation. Um, And I've seen a lot of people who are like, if you're just a really smart Sage, you'll know what to do. And I'm like, I literally have, I have been running content with people who are maining Sage who have for years, for years, they have done, you know, even world's first rating. They have done all kinds of stuff and they are on sage, and they are telling me this, like, and when I'm doing it, it's happening to me. And when i you know so it's like it's one of those things where um yes in most situations and in control situations you are going to be fine and it's not going to be a problem but i don't think that in like base design for any of these classes there should be a no win situation with a certain matchup like i said last week you know that even happened to me that even happened to me with the dark knight on white mage on Mm.
4: white mage (laughs) it happened to me i'm just like i've already used everything on you you have used living dead because you thought you were going to die and i have nothing to heal you up fast enough
0: sorry yeah but it is something where i think with white Mage, your options to respond you have much greater yeah. amounts than like something like this kind of situation um it's yeah it's weird and it's specific and it's it's yeah it's it's been something that even i've been surprised by um mm. and again it's not in most stuff it's in very specific situations but um enough it happens enough that I think I would say it's warrant it's warranted to look at this. Not to mm. mention all the other things we went into last week. Right. Talking about, you know, new players not even fundamentally understanding how this works on healer and what it means to have to deal with a Dark Knight tank. Again, yeah. I just don't I love the theme. I love the idea of it. Yeah. I love the flair of it. But it's one of those things where like if people just straight up don't know. Yeah. It's it's such a hyper specific weird thing with Dark Knight that like. People, they just die because of it. you know what I mean like yeah. and it's weird to have this exception in a game that otherwise usually tries to build rules for new player experience because, I definitely feel like um, I have a brain fart in the middle of my sentence go ahead
2: uh, because everything else about Sage is so strong I just wanted to segue out of that corner case because it doesn't matter honestly like they'll fix it or they won't it's honestly a problem with Dark Knight not Sage um, but otherwise Sage is just crazy strong like oh, yeah and EXs, which we won't talk about exactly what they are but yeah like sage is powerful insanely powerful in group content amazing it's just amazing can i say too
4: that some of say, the
2: weapon designs on sage yeah. are oh, like
1: yeah. insane beautiful yeah. i love them
4: Yes. Oh my gosh! There's one that's just peacock feathers. There's, and no there's peacock so feathers, there's like
1: giant floating Sorry. guns. Like there's <laughs> it, there's such a wide variety. It's it's really yeah. surprising. Oh. Yeah.
4: Uh, as like other. Oh, go ahead, Zen. Go ahead. I have to I have to get things out before my goldfish brain attacks again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I think I think it's already happened. Oh no! <laughs> uh, it's lost. about Dark Knight. It's about Dark Knight.
1: And how they're, oh they're dark we care and That's they're fine. nice. So, <laughs> Square here, so oh, okay, so
4: here, 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 here. People who really love the job uh-huh. probably don't want to see the essence of uh, that that ability killed. Right, Walking right. Dead. They don't. They don't want the essence changed. But okay. I do. I, what I, What I really wanted to say in the end was I agree with Charles. I think having some sort of uh, mitigation counting uh, against that that tide yeah. of death is is probably a great idea. Yoshi P. Yeah. That's what I was going to
2: say. It would be cool if you had, like, it's not possible, but if you had a shield for all their health, you should just not have to worry about it. They are taking the damage, but they're not. You know what I mean?
4: hmm
2: It would be cool, but I don't yeah. know.
4: Yeah, I agree. Please continue with Sage talk. Sage is super
2: strong. Reaper is also super incredibly strong. As far as damage is concerned, so it's so fun to play. Yeah, I,
1: I like I. I mean, yeah. I got a taste of it on you know with the media tour. Um, but like yeah. I, I, it's it's so good. Like it has such a. There's so many options with its kit. Yeah. Like I was running, you know, one of the dungeons last night, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna get it hit by a red wide. Go ahead, pop this. Enjoy your like it's mm-hmm. not the best regen, but like I helped. Yeah, and that feels really good.
4: Doesn't <laughs> it? Doesn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh. Curing waltz yeah. always makes me feel good. Yeah, uh, something sort of funny I wanted to talk about was like the weird like flipped duality of monk and bard right now apparently yeah. a lot of people feel like monk feels terrible to play. But monk is actually kicking a lot of ass. Yes, uh, bard feels really
0: great to play right now. That is not doing so well.
3: Yeah, it's nah. a weird
0: duality. I I've been leveling bard and it is super fun to play right now. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I think the changes they made have been good. Um, I've enjoyed leveling it. Um. I mean, I don't know if it's just a potency thing. I I need to actually look more when I get my final capstone for it and everything and, you know, mm-hmm. the buffs that you can put out because, um, again, it's one of those things where, at least for the media tour, it seemed like Dancer and Astrologian both could far more frequently and for greater length and all kinds of stuff buff damage. Mm-hmm. And then for Bard to be like, oh, and then you also just, you know, but for a really short period of time, you can get a little bit of a damage yeah. buff. I was like, make that like more frequent make you be able to use mm-hmm. it more make it more potent if it's going to be really, really crazy like, mm. is they let all of bard's buffs finally affect bard and still they're not
4: doing well like i they yeah. probably they probably mm. tuned it down a little too much
2: it was the yes. adjustment for proc's not being on dots anymore because that's what they were always terrified of because when it can proc individually on a dot and there's a big group or even just a cleave situation all of a sudden, you're getting double the blood letters that you're supposed to.
4: Why not? But now What's wrong with that, that doesn't work
2: because <laughs> uh, it broke it, apparently. But now that doesn't work because dots have nothing to do with anything else in your kit. Nothing at all. Other than Iron Jaws to, to bring it back. Uh, so, yeah, I guess. And they they have the potency of dots, so they feel kind of tacked on. It's a little bit. Nah, it's okay. Yeah.
1: Sorry, what?
0: Fusion didn't realize he was clack clicky clacking on his oh, keyboard. Whatever.
1: No, that's for a not while. me. That's not either. me.
0: What? Who that's is coming that? I
2: think that's coming through Aldino's mic. Oh, it might be behind me then. I, yeah, yeah. Those
0: there
2: was those, a cl- those clicky keyboards, they feel good. Oh yeah. Yeah. You well, can hear I can't them. I can't kick her out of the room now because it's hard to be in a queue. So yeah,
3: that's fair. <laughs> normally and I'm
2: all over. Now, now in I can just envision her by excuse me, you want to what now? But yeah, it's it's That's interesting why. to me how how that still did work to Bard's detriment. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Bard, Bard is.
3: God.
2: Yeah, Bard just... summoner, machinist, ninja. Eh, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna get adjusted. Don't look at the numbers. You can't find them anyway. I mean, there's and, no way and, to know these right. numbers. Right,
1: and, and also <laughs> you have to consider too. Like this is this yeah. is the the point zero, oh, right? We'll get yeah. we'll get the, we'll get gonna the be adjustments. Adjusted. They're coming. Don't worry. Hmm. Does it feel good to play? Right? If it doesn't, that's what we need to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: I like it. The extended duration. Tweak tweak a couple numbers
1: here and there. It'll be fine.
0: I'd also say with White Mage, it's funny because I think White Mage and Dark Knight are kind of in a similar boat in that... Uh, They weren't given a huge amount of new stuff, you know what I mean? And I've heard Mm -hmm. a lot of people talking about Dark Knight in relation to that and how they're a terrible worst tank now. And all of a sudden I'm like, no, they're the same as they were pretty much. It's just they didn't get anything wildly revolutionary. They're still strong and still fine. And I believe they're actually they've been top of the DPS in many situations um, as far as tanks go. Um, White Mage, kind of the same deal where Mm -hmm. we didn't get anything that revolutionary. Um, Lily Bell, which actually got changed to Liturgy of the Bell, which I was like, what a weird little change from the media mm. to her. Right. <laughs> um, I guess it kind mm. of leans more into that priestly element or that kind of, you know, sacred kind of feel. I don't know. Uh, but Liturgy of the Bell is really nice and I love it for dots. I love it because every time the mm-hmm. dot hits you, you, you cleanse yourself last because every single time that dot hits you, it goes off. Um, You know, it's great for the multi hit stacks that they seem to be favoring this time around, Achmorn for days, or as mm-hmm. one of my moderators calls it, <laughs> Dragon Yell many times lots of damage, even mm-hmm. if it's not a <laughs> dragon. Um,
1: Accurate, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it's great for those things that I love that it saw a situation and it reacts to it. Um, But the big thing is that White Mage doesn't really feel that different. However,. It feels real good to play because <laughs> yeah. of the aforementioned slight tweak down on healing because of all these other things. Shield healers being more shield specific. I really feel I, I think for the first time as a white mage, really, truly that my healing is needed and appreciated. It, <laughs> and those, everything yeah. I have in my kit is valuable. Yeah, it's, it's right. one of
1: those things I think, right, because it's an expansion, everyone's like, oh, I want new shinies. But not everybody is necessarily going to get new shinies, and that, mm-hmm. like, can, you know, it can suck, like, if, you know, if you don't get anything that's, like, super cool. But, like, if the job still feels solid, coming into an expansion with, with changes like that, like, as long as it's still fun to play, that's, like, that's the thing to worry yep. about, right? It's not yeah. you know, it, with, like, Summoner, we redid Summoner, oh, oh, oh. Yep. It's, right. it's, it's good to play. Oh, okay, yep. then great like <laughs>
2: it's the you know numbers will be fixed it's gonna be okay
1: yeah yeah as as long as as the flow of it feels fine mm-hmm. that's that's the most important part everything else can be patched later it's it's the right. identity of the job and how it plays that they can't right. just be like oh we'll just change this like you're not gonna get the summoner rework or the the mm. machinist rework uh as like a as a one patch 0.1, update. Yeah. like so as long as they, they they seem like the foundation is solid now Mm -hmm. They can patch in the, you know, some latency changes and stuff and it'll be the
2: only thing to worry about. And this is the only thing that I do worry about is those fundamental changes. Like we were talking about when dancer was, uh, announced, we were like, wait, the support weird. All right. Well, I guess everything else will have just a little bit less support. So I think reclassification of jobs Mm. unbeknownst to us is something that you might want to think about. Um, Because if all of a sudden, you know, we have Reaper, and Reaper's very good at a lot of things, but they're not a selfish DPS, technically, because they have buffs. Yeah. But they're not doing damage like a selfish, or uh, like a buffing DPS. They're doing damage like a selfish DPS. And if, you know, if they're reclassifying things without us knowing about it, that might be a little different. If all of a sudden you know like i don't know this is not what they're doing but if they were samurai is now a utility if that were the case (laughs) then then you're kind of screwed and this could be the case for machinist bard summoner dancer a reclassification could happen honestly at any time because bard got reclassified from a support to a dps and they never really settled on what it's, it was it's it's really so. weird too i mean with this this game too yeah. the idea of like support and utility and stuff because mm-hmm. it's not
1: just it's like a couple actions like it's not like the it, base of yeah. the job you know what i mean so it's yeah. it's really it's such a weird thing
2: and they really seem to weigh how much utility you have on how much damage you're allowed to do yeah. um you know and that's that's okay that's that's a good balance point to pick but it changes constantly. And, you know, people who really identify as some of these jobs they might not like it if it changes that much, a la bard mage, you know,
3: <laughs>
2: that's just the way it goes. So yes, be wary, figure out if it feels good, get, get that constructive criticism out numbers, just still let it just for a little bit, just for a little bit. I know it's always said, but just for a little bit, let it settle. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Dancer, uh. I- this feels mm-hmm. good. Um, I, I said I think I think last time I said it, it felt a little clunky. Uh, that's just cause you hit five to seven, five mm-hmm. to eight buttons before you really start throwing out all of your stuff. And those are the same. Those are the same. So like my muscle mm-hmm. memory is like do to do 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 do, and then I go into the old opener. It's wrong, it's very wrong. There's so <laughs> many new things I'm supposed to do now. But when I do execute things correctly, feels fine, feels great. Yep. Um I've heard that maybe it's a little tuned down, but it is dancer. Mm-hmm. It's it's supposed to be low according to according to the rules that we've seen <laughs> yeah. for the ages past. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be low. So I'm I'm not worried about it right now. Dancer's fun. Um
0: not sorry Bard, you didn't pull me back. You tried, you almost got me, mm-hmm. but not quite. That's okay. So uh, I was on the opposite. See, I haven't gotten yeah. from my dancer, but I went from a bard, so I got it covered. Mm-hmm. There you, there you go. go. All right. Also, <laughs> I've leveled uh, Astrologian.
3: Yeah. Um,
4: I I really used to like Astrologen. I sort of went, eh, too many weird buttons and played White Mage uh, through Shadowbringers when I needed to heal. Kind of like an Astrologen. Uh, and that is for the reason that... Um, so White Mage's kit feels very, like, tied together. This button does this, this button does this, this button does this, whereas Astro is like, this button does this at this time. If you do this button first so if you like for your brain to bounce around a little bit and be confused while you're doing things astro
1: (laughs) way to sell it
0: (laughs) no Uh, no, uh, i love that so i that speaks to me and yeah i got that sense from the media Mm -hmm. tour i was surprised that i also i haven't leveled it yet i've been focusing reaper sage which are both amazing and fun and i've really loved that bard and then white mage but Astro is like pretty high on that list for me once I got through the role quest things because it was really fun to play. I was surprised and I still love old school Stormblood Astro and yes. I'm really sad that we don't yes. have that anymore but I did actually like it seemed like a lot of the changes that they had done. Yeah the the
4: and and I can't entirely say that like oh, all these changes are great because I'm sh- I know at least things like horoscope uh, that's old. But horoscope, because I didn't really use it during uh, Shadowbringers, I didn't really play Astro. It's it's like a new thing to me. <laughs> so sure. I'm, I'm learning all of these things that I kind of went, eh, I don't care about before, uh, along with all the new stuff that they get. I, I know some people don't like the change to Lord and Lady of Crowns. I do. Uh, I like I know I know people like, are like the, the liked the ability to take that card and burn it and make it a little stronger mm-hmm. and throw it somewhere. I like it's another heal or it's another damage. And and at least healing in dungeons, I feel like you really need that extra heal sometimes. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, and I feel like uh, Astro is also almost better for AOE healing. So, so much of, of what is helpful, like the stars, the stars which we have not talked about—they're huge. and stars fill an entire <laughs> arena. Now,
1: as as somebody that raided like, with an way. astro, it was always like stand at the star. I'm like, I don't, e- I can't even see it. I don't know where it is. Where do you want me it to be?
4: You don't have to worry about. You don't seeing have it to now worry about you're about it. You're inside anymore. of it. You're inside I love, already. I love
1: that shape. <laughs> as as a, as a DPS, I love that shape. Yeah,
4: you know what it does do though? It makes you realize how uh, copy paste the, the like arena shapes they use are because sure. they fit inside like all of them to yeah. <laughs> the size of all of the arena. It's almost
1: like it was intentional. <laughs> yeah.
4: Either way, um stars the uh the card if you get lady of of crowns, it's it's a big old AoE heal, that's nice. Uh the extra heal from horoscope uh, on AoE is especially nice. Um nocturnal sect I think is the one if, if I think that's that's the right one. It's a purple button but it makes it makes it so you put shields up when you put up your regents
3: mm-hmm.
4: that's real nice i never like it that's basically how it worked before when you were the knocked and like if you were on uh diurnal you could use that and get the shields i'm explaining things that people already I know no this idea. is how the job already worked but anyway <laughs> no all, all of these things no that, that astro uh had before and did not have now are interesting me now are, whereas they did not before and i don't mm-hmm. know why that is but yeah mm-hmm. um the the big star thing at the end like the big it's a dumb thing to say star thing it, they're all star things the falling stars
0: your caps yes. yes 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 i don't even really know what that does but it looks really cool <laughs> <laughs> it like, heals and damages. Costs. I was like, "Isn't this supposed to do damage? Because it does not. It does crap for damage." But...
4: It does.
2: It does damage, but what it's really supposed to do is all the damage that someone takes That's during it. that buff,
4: mm. you give
2: back when you press it again. You there give you them go. the HP back. Well, fifty yeah. percent of it back. I got I yeah. got
4: ninety astro yesterday, and was just ah, like, okay. I just want to hit the button and, and look at it. I didn't <laughs> really even read the. tool it
2: is ridiculous, and one of the reasons why Astro and Dark Knight is not a problem at all. If you if you were to keep that for that, you'd have zero issue. You shouldn't keep it for that, but if you were, it'd be perfect.
4: But yeah, to me, to me, Astro doesn't feel as as tied together in thematic as White Mage. But all of the the variety in the heels is becoming more interesting to me. So maybe keep mm-hmm. it look she uh, anything else I'll Stop about, talking about stars now.
1: Anything <laughs> else uh, we want to cover on job adjustments before we move
2: on to the? Last I mean a whole bunch, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
4: okay. yeah, you the don't want to say anything about strokes.
2: summoner. Uh, there's, there's really was, nothing to say. That was the
1: entire episode last week.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was like it feels good. Uh, they got they got a lot of adjustment to do, numbers wide across the board, but it feels good, and that's all that matters. So, that's about it. Uh, There are definitely a lot of weird things I leveled Ninja. It's a little weird at the end, but I think it's I think it'd be better to talk about that once Savage is around to see what they wanted to change. Sure. Because I think what they want to change is not as important as what they didn't change. Like, okay, well, this is a little weird, right? Like we're saying right now that it's hard for Sage and Dark Knight. If they don't change that, they disagree. So to me, it's more important what they don't change, what we see, what they don't think is a problem. Hmm. So that's what I'm waiting for, that first patch. It doesn't matter until then, honestly, as long as it feels good.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it seems like overall, across the board, people have been fairly positive about the changes. I think yeah. the most that I've heard has maybe been, yes, a little bit about um, Monk but you know some people actually have been saying they really love it and even if they feel like it's an unpolished idea they still really like the Mm -hmm. direction it's headed in
3: yeah
0: overall it seems like things have been good the two new classes are really strong thematically and in what they do but i also don't feel like they have just completely annihilated everyone else in a sense you know what i mean like it while there may be some discussion yes to be had about that buff and that damage and things like that it still feels like many of the other classes were brought fairly in line and have a lot of good things that they themselves can use and a good new direction or you know a good new rebuild so i think overall i i personally think that it's a pretty big success across the board Mm -hmm. and i hope that those few other things that we've talked about in the past when they're able to they they can do more of a redesign for certain classes or fully finalize some of the ideas that they're having on them um but it feels like a pretty strong Opening for classes here with this expansion. Nothing that makes us all just want to yell endlessly. So
1: that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right, then. Uh, So, last section, uh, we call this presentation. Um, So, this is going to be audio. Obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about music, Um, you know, visual stuff, um, all that, you know, whatever. It kind of wraps everything up. Um, I mean, music was really good.
4: Do you guys remember the, the battle music last time? Every time, every time. (laughs) So sick of it. The battle music this time, opposite of that. Love it. Want to fight more things to hear it more often. So good. It was
0: so good. I mean, everything, I think the whole sound design, all the songs, I couldn't believe it as I started the game within the first like. 15 minutes. I think I had heard like five unique pieces and I was right. like what? And then the way that they even transform those musical themes, use them in different mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. supplement them, use them in the zones, use them in encounters. I mean, there is such a language. I was even talking I was talking to Bebop and Bebop and I were remarking about the fact that it seems like there's a lot of fifths. I think is perfect fifth. In a lot of the music, and we were kind of musing, like, I wonder if that was intentional. Do you think it was meant to be a throwback to this or a reference to that piece? Mm-hmm. That was it's actually it? it's right.
1: actually a reference to the Nautilus. Um if you go back
0: also that it's, <laughs> um, it's I mean... the fifth expansion. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean it's just it's something where whatever the case is, the sound design for this one was just brilliant. Like it's so gorgeous. And even just the job sounds, the effect mm-hmm. sounds like
2: That's what I was going to say. All of
0: that has been so good. I loved it. I loved it. It was very good. Amazing. And my favorite song came back a whole bunch. I'm very excited about that.
3: Yeah, I (laughs) love it. The music in a
0: place, in
4: a place, in a Mm -hmm. third, fourth, fourth zone.
0: That's taken from a different Final Fantasy. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Yes. Mm Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know the reference, but I could tell what, like, listening to it. Yeah, and then was, when you get in a fight you also get the battle music.
1: Yeah, that was that was yep. that was something that actually somebody had to tell me about because after after the the wonderful um yeah. actually I actually turned battle music off. Um, hmm. just so I could enjoy I the, the zone music going through. Music uh, even I even even if it, even I if it
4: usually, makes me mad, I never turn it off. I usually
1: don't either, but this time around I'm like, you know what? I want to just listen to the zone music. Um I have since then mm-hmm. gone and, and turned it off. Um but <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh I've really liked a lot of the the pieces um mm-hmm. in this one. There's the uh the track we heard in the launch trailer I thought was really good from from right. uh Jason Miller. Uh, I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um I can't really say any more than that. Um,
2: right. the only thing that I, I can say uh, oh. is the the last zone's music oh. is so good and the evolution uh, of it yes the the way that it's handled, yes, and yes, yes, then yes. going back to it after the fact, every time I'm just like, yep, that's right, there was the song here's the song that's trying to hurt me that's right it's trying <laughs> it's trying to hurt me that's right yeah i it's still doing it yeah it
1: was it was a really interesting way to do progression, yeah. Um, hmm. I, I. Well, do you think sorry. that it still works at the at the end of the day now? Yes. For for that can't. music in the zone to constantly loop, or does I, it oh, work yeah. more as a as a temporary uh, kind of
2: thing? I think that I can be of two minds. And this gets so far in the spoilers; it's not even funny. <laughs> but I think it's it's very important that that song stay afterwards, okay, for reasons. I think it's very important that it stay afterwards. Now looping uh, and the way that it does, maybe not. I don't know. And I also I also, I, I also say this
1: from from somebody that probably has spent a little too long uh, waiting for certain fates to pop. In, in mm-hmm. some, oh sure, yeah. In I mean that not that's as much we'll as do. as other people, thankfully, but I uh, haven't even attempted yeah, I in that love- zone
0: that song. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's gorgeous. I also love all of the musical symbolism and the mm-hmm. actual like narrative parallel of how that song builds yeah. in contrast to the other yeah. counterbalance of music that we know. And I mean, gosh, I, mean, I went to music school, right? Mm-hmm. I've been singing in choir since I can literally remember. The mm-hmm. idea of coming together, bringing your own individual sound, music, everything, to me, I think music is so powerful because, again, of that human element and we we in Final Fantasy love it more than anything, you know, but to use it in such a way that um, is so poignant to me, I don't mind that it stays there because it's a reminder of what we've made together, if that makes sense, um, mm-hmm. over the course of the years of playing this game. And for many other reasons, um, I will tell you this, the one thing. That I cannot stop singing, not stop. Everyone, da <CA> na 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 It's every ten minutes in our house. I'm wandering around like I've got yep. my thing. I'm like getting coffee. I'm like, <revving reasonable expression> I'm in the zone. I'm talking. I'm talking to my partner, and I'm just like silent for a second, and I start going. mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
1: it doesn't are Way more, way more musical you. than it's been over here. Yeah. Usually over here it's it's every 20 minutes one of us just says to each other, Hey, can you wiggle my dude? <laughs> so yeah. that we don't get kicked out. Um Yeah, I, I thought that, that everything was really good. Um I also really liked it, and I know we've we've talked about this a little bit before too. Um is a lot cooler than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um there's, there's not really any spoilers here, but you know, when we first were, were shown it, it's like, wow, that's a lot of color. <laughs> um <laughs> but it's 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 a little more muted, I think, than than I was thinking it might be originally. Um and that mm-hmm. that music is like really good. Yep. It's really, little, really yeah. like it's it's like sorry, Yulmore, but like yeah. this is this is a this I is love... a solid theme. I love the nighttime like hot yeah. yes. ha- It's so yes. good.
0: The fact that they took in Indian musical inspirations mm-hmm. and like India has such a phenomenal tradition of music. It is honestly one of my favorite musical traditions. The rhythmic things in India are so fascinating. Um, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous, it's just such a gorgeous um, style of music that has mm-hmm. such a big diverse tradition there. So to actually have that in here and in a zone that's so gorgeously realized, again, yeah. was incredible. I thought while we were talking, this dawned on me, maybe the only critique I have of the, of the music, and it's not really a critique, I <laughs> still think it's great. It's not, again, it's not actually really, it's my lukewarm possible maybe this could be a take, is that I did find myself missing on a couple of the dungeons, a theme that felt more really distinctive. Sure. They kind of mm-hmm. went like sweeping hero epic orchestration for a lot mm-hmm. of them which is absolutely fair and that's what this is, right? It's Endwalker. So I do think it works and they are beautiful compositions, But I kind of like the weird ones. (laughs) (laughs) I really like when they do something weird with dungeons, with the music or, Mm. you know, you think, um, oh, academia and the like Mm -hmm. record scritch. You think of Google and the first time you hear Google and you're like, what is happening to my ears? Why? (laughs) And then you get like the hard mode version and you're like, oh my gosh, it all has become clear. Like, I just, I really like when they do something super distinctive um with you know the dungeon music and so there were a few where i kind of felt like oh we could have maybe made this a little more unique to this but again i think that there is absolute justification and the compositions were still gorgeous so ken Mm -hmm. does nothing poorly you know what i Mm -hmm. mean um so it's not really a complaint it's more just kind of a thing that i sort of noticed
2: right (laughs) yeah yeah i was waiting for that holminster switch moment because to me like that dungeon's music and presentation at the very beginning, I lo- that was so good at the beginning of uh, Shadowbringers. Like, the way that it starts, the kind of panic that you have, mm-hmm. kind of just understand what a transformation is, because maybe you did the that part last, and then you go immediately into Holminster. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that we were talking about pacing, and I think that that would have been a better choice, kind of the way that that was set up. But anyway, uh, yeah, and it, it, they don't stand out to me. Like a couple of the later dungeons, yes, but the first few, I'm just like, was that a different song? I'm not sure. Yeah,
4: yeah, I can't even think I of it right now. I definitely feel like um, we do get those one or two songs, answers, and uh, what was it even flow? What's the f- foot foot footfalls? The theme, the actual theme. F- those footfalls. those two. Yeah, yeah, footfalls. Uh, there are repeated. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. I'm um, one of those people though that will listen to the same song about fifty thousand billion times and not be sick of it.
1: Oh yeah, no. Uh, as soon yeah. as that as soon as that EP dropped, like that entire week was just listening to Footfalls. Yes.
4: Um, yep. And and even though uh, I did hear that song in its in its thousand variations, oh, five yeah. thousand times, I was not sick of it. Definitely not no. sick of it. Very happy. Uh, and especially that part that you can't get out of your head, Rook. Every time <laughs> that part started to play I just felt yeah. uplifted and the words right there those lyrics they're describing
0: how they make me feel and I just mm-hmm. love it so good it's oh that song is mm. so fantastic <laughs> well because of the way they use it you yeah. know the yeah. way and I again we're not going to get into massive details but it is used as a symbolic tool in the game right yep. so the way that it's integrated in, maybe without you even knowing, the way that it's revealed, yeah. the way that you then have different contexts for it. I was so struck by the first time you get the full song part mm-hmm. and then the last time you get the whole thing yeah. song. And the yeah. two different characters that it is portrayed with, who you think for much of this game Oh, these two would be complete opposites mm-hmm. these two would represent opposite things and then to get the music set underneath them and for the lyrics to fit yeah. so perfectly for both and it I mean, I literally just sat there in those moments and just listened. I tried to pick out every single lyric I could because right. to me, I was like, this is as much of a message in this scene as any text they have. And so I was trying to just get what it was. And then when you look at some of the other language used and the fact that like the live stream and ether in the game are oftentimes related to water, the fact that so many of the lyrics have this water theme, life death, I, I just, I, it's, Detail on detail on detail on detail that works from the top down to the bottom. And that is artistry in a game. And it's something that I think that no matter what maybe the final impression of this expansion had for many people, that level of detail for the vast majority of it, a majority of it is undeniable. And the way that these different art teams and gaming teams come together to realize it really is special. It's special. Um, Many games do this, but MMOs in particular, you know. they're not always maybe viewed as much as an art form, if that makes sense. Not to say that they aren't, because all game has artistry, but to decide that you are going to take an MMO and make it a real like piece of art and something that's so moving with such notable people who are working on it, it's like, wow, that's, hmm. I have many feelings about <laughs> it. I have so many feelings about it. Yeah.
1: Um, I think moving on to, I, I think something that... I noticed, I, at least I, I feel like I noticed. I feel like the animation um, for characters was better um, mm-hmm. in this expansion as well. Just, like, you know, whether I mean we we know Loperts are a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just the way that they're just like, hey eh, and they like rub their little little bunny cheeks. Like, <laughs> just there's something about it um, that yeah. just it felt it felt really good. Like the animation work, I, I thought was really well done.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of work in facial expression that they they started. With Hildebrand, you know, from the people that started, brought you Hildebrand and yeah. crazy Asahi face. Yeah. You know, just finding the, the the boundaries of it and then coming back and using those in very interesting ways. So, yeah, it's really cool.
0: I love. So I when I was in theater school, um, when I went to theater school to be an actor, mm-hmm. Um, I, you have to always say it that way because it's way more fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of my favorite areas of study was movement, and I've talked about this on and off, but um, specifically physicalization in theater, how we as people hold ourselves, move, inhabit space, communicate things, um, how characters can be communicated clearly. And it is so nice to finally see some of these characters really get the physicalization that they've built in their character details, but maybe haven't been able to realize the way that Alice holds herself. And like, even, you know, she is so upright and so brazen and like, you know, there's all mm-hmm. those little gestures that you get with her. Um, even going back to that cutscene back in, oh, the the patches leading up where you know, she was like, oh, and she was flopping mm-hmm. over on the table. But when she's ever trying to measure up against anybody else, you know, you see that like, I am gonna hold my own in her posture. Um, you see Grozzle ear flicks and the, yeah. The little things he does that like gives his away eyes, his feeling freaking eyes when he's just with like his <laughs> eyes, big starry eyes.
1: I mean, there, there was uh, so there's also a, a scene with with food, right? Which yes, you know it it was it's akin to like that that Shadowbringers cutscene where it's like mm-hmm. he poured water into that cup and you could see the water. Look at how good <laughs> it was. like it's that, but like with with like solid food, Um yeah. It's just like, I can see the layers of that. And that's, I don't know why that's so impressive to me. Also, now I really am hungry to... Yeah. Um, it's a little thing. Every somebody yeah.
4: hands something and it doesn't actually get handed now, I'm like, who got this?
1: Me? <laughs> oh, right? No. Meanwhile, it's like... <laughs> I mean,
0: uh. <laughs> even the parts where characters were touching, and I'm so glad that they did that because this was a whole expansion about connection. So to have something where it's like, you know, like you would have a hug and then it would fade to black or you would uh-huh. reach out to take somebody's hand, but then mysteriously, you just never see it. It was very affecting in many scenes to actually see the contact, the touch uh-huh. in that eating scene. One of the characters takes something from the other and steals it and eats it. And it's so fu- like, I love Yes, and again, that's a little character beat because for that character, yeah. it's absolutely indicative of their personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just loved all of those little bits. The world feels so much better, so tangible, it's so nice. Yeah. A
2: very small mm-hmm. thing. We have a new sheathing animation that only happens in the cutscenes. I can't do it any other way. Yeah. Like, I noticed <laughs> it because I'm like, that's not how I, how I put my book away. That's a very much cooler way to put a book away. Oh, I can't do that. Why can I not do that?
1: Like, Look, I think just, I so so we got we got stubble mm-hmm. H- here. Midlanders got stubble. You will soon be mm-hmm. able to put your book away slightly differently. Yeah. Yep. I
0: heard they did something different with the V poses. Uh, Is that right? I don't. I uh, haven't I don't actually confirmed.
1: I've seen.
0: Maybe somebody in chat will know. Everybody keeps know. telling me while I was streaming. Oh. I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. maybe they were just talking about the sheathing stuff. Oh, I don't know. I heard something that like, that they did something with a couple of the V poses, not that they overhauled the pose, but I don't know if they worked in some of that sheathing animation or not. Maybe. I need to confirm it and look for it. Oh, Stargazer says, no, the sheathing thing is what people were talking about. Okay. Okay. So the sheathing animation. Okay. okay, okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) It's really cool. And I don't know how to replicate it. I don't know that we can. But
4: in a cutscene. yeah, I definitely uh, I noticed also because uh, mm-hmm. the dancer one is different. You do like a yep. cool little flare thing when you put yep. the, the chakras out. And so I was like, is that do I do that? No. Okay. Is that in the V? Beast No. All right. No, nope.
3: hmm. it's, just it's cut nowhere. Scenes. All right.
0: I mean, if those animations are in the game, though, because oftentimes mm. they, you know what I mean, like they reuse all they, kinds of stuff. It's not like they're totally separate. Yay. Yeah. So it would make sense that maybe there will be something else with them. Introduce, <laughs> or
1: introduce sl- yeah. like slash cool stance.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, they could easily have it one day in the future where you can pick which one of these is your idol and blah blah blah. You know, they could. Mm. Would they? I don't know. It'd that's, be a nice customization thing. That's one of those like, thing, super odd you know. niche like levels
1: of customization. Yeah. I mean, not cool. to say that we don't kind of have some of that yeah. already. We
2: can lean against the wall now. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? That's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I did want to <laughs> take a second because this is something I wanted to mention, but I don't really know if we actually have a category distinction for it. So I'm going to kind of just <laughs> dovetail it into the moment while I'm thinking about it. Um so we got asked in chat about glamour being the real end game, and what is mm-hmm. our what are our I mean, thoughts mean pre- presentation?
1: So I mean that fits with with yeah, yeah. designs of Would stuff. Would we like
0: to save it for presentation? No,
1: like, we're we're in, it, presentation. we're in that. It's good. We're good. We're
0: in it right now. Hey, hi, <laughs> hi, welcome back. <laughs> I thought it was just music. Yeah. Um, okay, so presentation. Yeah, sure. Let's put it in there. Um, I wanted to give a thought on glamour. This expansion because mm-hmm. I talked about it a little bit last cast, but I had not actually gotten through the vast majority of content, dungeons, bonus dungeons, etc. So, what we did get that's new, I think, is amazing yeah. and I love it. I agree. However, I think my final judgment currently still stands on the Im- initial impression that I had in that there were a lot of reused sets. And mm-hmm. <laughs> In many of the dungeons, like, we did get a new weapon set to accompany them, which I really do appreciate, but I was super mega bummed. I'm not gonna lie, I was not just bummed, I was not just, like, middle. I was super bummed because some of these dungeons are incredible and had the door open for some really, really fantastic, like, themed sets to go with them. And when I would get to them and it was just another recolor, every time i was i was bummed and then what really tipped it into super mega bummed for me and what actually led me to change from viera which is Mm -hmm. not something that i have done since viera was released because i loved this was that at least from what i am recalling only one of those dungeons of reused gear had a headpiece that works for viera healer everything else specifically viera even the reused stuff that they put in, none of it, if it didn't work previously when it was in the game for Viera, none of it works now. Mm-hmm. And this was particularly upsetting to me when it came to a very specific mask, which I will just leave it at that, like a very specific mask, which we've had in the game in previous gear, um, uh, Hero's Gauntlet. I guess it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. It's I mean, it's in the game. It's an asset. It's not a spoiler. It's a reused yeah, gear that's set. reused. <laughs> you what, know, so- what,
1: Were the pieces from that dungeon reused? They yes. were reused.
2: Parts of it, yeah.
0: They were reused in the dungeon we were talking about earlier with the hmm. NPCs that we love.
1: I thought um, that was new, but I—I I mean, I, I remember—I remember that set. gauntlet had had similar-looking things. I didn't realize it was copied. Okay,
0: it is copied and recolored. Hmm. Um, and unfortunately, the healer stuff did not work on healers then, and the healer stuff does not work on healers now. So there is mm-hmm. no way for Vera. So there's no way yeah. for me to get a mask of the thing that I would want mm-hmm. as a healer on a Vieira and it's it is butts and it made me angry <laughs> <laughs> and so I I think the tombstone de- gear is great I think yeah. the extreme stuff that we have is great I think the new stuff that we got was great but the fact that pretty much all the leveling sets are also just all reused gear the dungeons was just like reused gear and then you get some fun little things in the story but like I came out feeling very underwhelmed glam game-wise. What we got was fantastic, and I love it. Okay. But for me, it was... I i just, like, I expect new stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I like recolors, too, like I see people talking about. But I don't feel like recolors should be something that is the backbone of the new experience that you're getting for, like... You know what I mean? It's, like, a few yeah. of them fine, but
4: mm-hmm.
0: not in all the dungeons, and especially if they're all reused, and you still can't use them on Viera. Like, I was just kind of done. So I
1: I think the second dungeon had new new armor. No.
0: Uh,
4: no. No. A, wait, no. I think yes. you're right. I think I'm okay. flip flopping for second. First and
0: second. Okay, second so I had had yeah. Armor. So
1: it's it's one of those things, uh, right? Where okay, if they add more armor, like, uh, you know, what's third the third
0: dungeon the... also had new armor? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Second the costs associated with that. It's like so. So there wasn't not right. any new armor. So uh, you yeah. know. It, um, less than you might want. That that having been said, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this once and keep it at that because we've said this before, and we will continue to talk about it forever until they they aren't stupid anymore. The fact yeah. that we're still getting gear that Rothgar and Vera can't wear on their heads is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just it just is. It
0: well, just and it is. just sucks because the new sets that we got, yeah. the new sets that we got head pieces don't work on Viera. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just,
1: like, I this is the same stop. argument in Shadowbreakers. Okay, uh, if you're yeah. having a problem getting the back catalog on the head, that's okay. We can understand mm-hmm. that a little bit. Going forward, none of the new shit can go on their head. That's fucking stupid. Square, I love yeah. you. I've been doing this for a long time. I think you guys make some great games. You make some great decisions for those games. This was one of the stupidest things you've ever done. And are continuing yeah. to do. <laughs>
0: And it's like, I I do totally, again, I think that because of what they did with the story, I can see what I assume is a direct cause and effect. The scale of the story and stuff like that perhaps didn't lead to as much, but again, these are separate teams usually that are doing this and implementing this, right? Your narrative team is not the team that is like designing and making gear (laughs) for the game. Look,
1: Ishikawa, we know you need to wrap up this Heidel and Zodiac saga, (laughs) but if you could make a few more (laughs) hats for
2: us. Just one more hat, please.
0: Please model some more hats. So, I mean, I have no doubt that the rest of the stuff that they give us is going to be great, but as somebody who truly genuinely, I genuinely look forward I delight in the unique sets that they have for dungeons that yeah. for me personally, and it won't be the same for everybody. And people will like recolors and people will like, you know, and all that's fine and valid. But from just me speaking, I personally find that part of the delight of a dungeon for me is how did they take the themes and the setting and everything and turn it sure. into new gear that I can wear on my character new appearances and cosmetics, something that's memorable to me from this. So. I was super disappointed, especially in some of those ones where this was a place or this was a region that I want nothing but more stuff from. So
1: <laughs> I, I I agree with you. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to like counter that, right? I think um, some of the... We, we did get unique sets, and they were from these other locales we haven't been to. Um, and, and I think also realistically, which is why we didn't get new sets, like... You're playing through an expansion for the first time. Um, You were best in slot going in. Mm -hmm. Are you realistically going to be equipping gear from the first half of the dungeons? No. Are you going to? I glamor it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I glamour I, every single okay. item. Are you kidding me? I get. I open the <laughs> chest and I see what they are. I go I'm, to the I'm, vendor I'm, first.
1: I'm I'm bringing this up with the wrong person, I guess. I, I for for me, like it's like I I I like new new glamour pieces. Don't get me wrong, but I think like to to spend, it, it depends on where the allocation of resources are going. Right. I feel
4: right? like I feel you, if that was the case though.
0: The new gear would be in later dungeons, and it's not. Well, and when it, you compare it to Shadowbringers, like this is the other thing, right? Okay. I'm thinking through and i don't have it in front of me so unfortunately i can't do this in the most robust way i'd like to but we had new gear sets i think for the the vast majority and the zones the leveling gear those were new um with the like cool corseted and the you know um the dwarf stuff that was all new and unique um i'm trying to think through lakeland had unique gear mm-hmm. um uh what other things did we get? Everybody's gonna be able to help me. Uh there were new there were new uh, weapons in Ilmeg, right? But the gear sets were <laughs> diable versions of the leveling gear from that zone. Yeah. I, think? I mean it's it's but that not, was new. It's not really it's any new.
1: different from any other expansion. I mean it's I can remember was new. I can remember doing well. uh doing Heaven's word and like you'd be like, hey, like here's some armor. I'm like, I've seen this before. Like
0: it's recycling. Malica's yeah. yeah. well weapons, but not Mount gold. No, well Mount Golg had um an old but diable gear set and the new yes. weapon. So they yeah. did both.
1: Yeah, Mount milk Ma- had- as well was basically crafter gathering gear, but for yeah. disciples of hand That's in right. land. Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: it was old too. And the parallel dungeon that we have in Endwalker does not give gear no, um, not for that, which is unfortunate. Um, and that was another but, one that I would have loved to have seen gear from. <laughs> like, oh yeah,
1: but That'd be also cool. though this expansion gives UAF at eighty nine, so yeah. there's no. so that. They do they do actually change it up a little bit.
4: Um, not that it affected any of the dungeons we were just talking about, but last time they had out a uh, a contest, several contests in fact for mm-hmm. different gear sets. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't have to design, like, four or five different gear sets. Someone else did. I mean, they did, still they had to implement them
1: and build them and stuff. Still, like, but
4: I...
0: <laughs> designing is difficult. You know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but, I, but when you look at it all, I mean, honestly, when you look at it all, Shadowbringers had far more unique gear per thing, zone, and dungeon. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't get that in Endwalker, which well, is unfortunate because I do adore the different mm-hmm. zones and themes. I, th- I of,
1: think something to consider with that would be the lore sure if you were on the first the first isn't going to have the same fashions as the source if we're back on
0: i'm gonna disagree with that too real hard that's that's fair i mean it's a good it's an argument you put forward (laughs) so and i do appreciate that no i I mean you're right in the sense that yes yes but i think from like more of a standpoint of how companies actually do this and the expectations or desire, especially in a game that literally has people who make their entire content or play style around stuff like your fashion and glamour and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, right? Like, I do still think that whatever the lore reasons, right, the amount of time allocation and resources spent in that area is not usually, as far as I know, determined by lore. It'd be more determined by the scope and, and you know, like, yeah. so i mean i think that it just seems like there are probably a lot of other things they I, had to get done. i, for this, I think but, what yeah.
1: what i what i'm saying though is is there was more of a drive to create more unique things with with being on the on the first then sure um i also I can, you know also think i, I, I know god oh no i just said i could see that okay um People talking about how uh, where was it like crafting and gathering stuff is a bunch of reused stuff from Stormblood. Yes, but the level ninety stuff is new, and it it also mm-hmm. looks fantastic, by the way. Um, so you know, it's it's that stuff, right? Yes, people glam stuff. Yes, people want it's like the never ending thing, right? Just give us give us more glam. Um, but in in terms of like actual gear and its use, the stuff that Hold you on. get.
4: Mm. When you say level ninety, do you mean like crafted stuff or like AF? crafter
1: af both the crafted stuff and the okay. af uh I, right. the super like some of the uh uh what is it um in Charlayan, like some of mm-hmm. the, the the cool like gear that you see that's like the level 90 crafter and gatherer stuff okay mm-hmm. um so it looks good um but yeah i mean i think it's it's from you know 1 to to 9 right 81 to to mm-hmm. 89 it's just like whatever gear and you're going to glamour whatever you're going to glamour on top of it and then maybe at the end you have something more unique and i know that this isn't <laughs> something that everybody <laughs> rook is going to agree with I um care. but I, we it, you know it's not like we didn't get new stuff um and it's not like this is a new thing um
0: it is though cuz it wasn't last expansion like this is the <laughs> thing like it's they do do this but I believe if, and I'll do this, I'll try and remember to do this for next. I'll try and remember to do this because I believe that in every other expansion we've had so far, we have had more unique gear per dungeon than we did here. And maybe I'm super wrong, which is totally fair. I
1: I feel like it it might be be the same, but I I could be wrong too.
0: I really swear. I really swear that 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 this has been different this time. And I'll I'll look at it because I should be able to back it up. But, but I mean, I think prove you correct, huh? With ju- didn't we just prove you correct with just the dungeons? Well, in in Shadowbringers. But even if you go back to Stormblood, I mean, I can think of Shisui. It had a unique set. I can think mm. of like you know what I mean. Like I can think of a million dungeons. Heaven Sword Vault had unique gear. Like like every like there's so there's so many. Mm-hmm. Blue Spirit Gear was new. You just you just named so-
1: one dungeon from every expansion pack, though. Like, well,
0: hold on, <laughs> I can give you more. mean um, you had more. one. Shisui had one. What was mm-hmm. Barda's metal? Barda's metal had its own. It had a unique set that was unique. To I don't the remember old, what was in Dome Castle. Castle, Do you? Dome Castle has a unique set as well. Yeah, um, but, uh, but, keep, but keep also
1: also a consideration, and, and I don't know why Abania I keep trying to push weapons. this. Um,
0: Avania has unique weapons, yeah. but not unique gear. I know everything! This is the thing, though. I'm telling you, because I agree. Fusion, I think from a player's standpoint in which people care more about practicality as far Mm -hmm. as the stats and the functionality of the gear, and yes, reuse things are beautiful, I I agree that that's definitely a side to this. I want to put out there, because I think this is something that's maybe not as much spoken about, or people tend to dismiss it um, as being something that's silly or doesn't matter in the context of the numbers of the game, right? but genuinely how I play this game and how I think many others who are really into the aesthetic and cosmetics or role player, things like that. Genuinely, when I got to a new zone in Endwalker, I went straight to the gear booth and I would look through every single appearance to see what it was so that I could buy it if I wanted to for the new look for leveling. Mm -hmm. When I got into the dungeon, I went in multiple times just looking to see what were all the different cosmetics, appearances, weapons, gear. Like to me, That is a major foundational thing that I look for when I'm sizing up a new expansion and Mm -hmm. genuinely giving a review or a thought on it. Because to me, gear design is a way to continually evolve, the aesthetic, cosmetic, player agency, and also the lore of your world. And so for me, it is weird when I get to a dungeon where for some reason <laughs> the gear set that I got from another dungeon halfway around the world that's not connected at all. At least it's on the same world this, this time. This.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, and like and stuff like that, you know? And sure. it, it, it feels very discordant to me. And it also is uh disappointing to me in a sense because um well yes leveling gear the actual eye level and stuff um sure it doesn't matter you know whatever yes i have all my raid gear from last year but i still meticulously went through everything and took stock of it and then even was like, okay, what's next? Gem color uh, gem gemstones. Okay, maybe there's a uh, unique looks in the bicolor gemstones this time. So then I was like, okay, then next up, I'm gonna work on fates. And then I'm gonna work like, it's an actual major part of how I structure what I do in a game and how I enjoy the rewards of a game. So it's again, this expansion knocked it out of the park for me, but this was one weird area that I felt a sense of weakness in for whatever reason. Um, just that, the variety of new unique designs, I'll try and actually look through because I am curious now genuinely, but I believe almost every previous expansion had more unique gear than this one did. I, I believe could, that could from be. the top of my memory. Yeah, I,
1: I think too uh, something I'd be curious about um, not not to, to necessarily defend this, but figure out why that might be the case um, I wonder if that team that works on that if they've grown or not because remember, too, we have Frothgar, mm-hmm. male and female Vieira now. So that's even more, you know, work that they have to do for each gear set, um, especially a new gear set. Um, not that they're really completing those gear sets on the new things anyway, okay. if they can't wear the damn hats, but, uh, yeah. you know, it, it might be a, a consideration. But anyway, yeah.
4: i I agree though like if if we look back it was like four four of our five non-cap level dungeons had new gear and this time we only had two
2: yeah yeah so
4: it's it's disappointing it's understandable given the situation of the world
0: but we
1: got diable af without stupid stuff
4: Which is
0: true, and that's a huge boon, and And I do love without it being like halfway
1: through the expansion pack. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy! I'm so happy how they handled Diable AF this expansion because that was like it
4: is disappointing, but it's understandable. And of the things that we could be missing out on, i i will I will get over gear. I'm sure we'll get more later. I'm glad that that what we were given we got, especially knowing that they already had to push things back. I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I think yes, what we no, have I've, is, is really cool. I'm disappointed too.
0: I've, you're you're totally valid in your feelings.
1: Yeah,
4: I mean, it's Thank you for again, that. <laughs>
0: this, won't, <laughs> this won't this won't bother this won't bother many people as much as I think it personally does me or some people that I know. You know, but it's it's not something that I think is again just nonsense. Like, sure. so I appreciate. I mean, everybody listening mm-hmm. and providing insights, and I do think that that diable artifact gear is something that probably weighed in on this um, as being another option and customizable option earlier on for people. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what stuff that they bring with the other, you know, new things that we're getting with the raids, because I'm sure we're going to get a ton of stuff there. And it might just be that they have divvied that up in a different way so that we will get far more stuff, maybe even in subsequent patches as well. So all of that's really possible, you know?
1: Yeah um hmm.
0: please look forward to it <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything else oh uh so I got minor to, to 86 um mm-hmm. boy does some of those moon textures look like ass when you're right up on them. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. Like, like, like it's like, if you're just flying around, you're like, oh, you can like see like the, the, you know, kind of the cracks and the shadows and stuff. But if you're right there, it looks terrible. It really looks bad. Um
4: I guess I haven't looked that closely. <laughs>
1: I, maybe don't if you want to save either. yourself. Um It's eh. just it get, get like right on the edge of that. Some of those texture. It's just it, wow. I mean. It's wow. like looking
2: close up at Hien. Yes, you want to, but no, you also don't want to because the textures <laughs> are not great, and you know that's stuff that they have to fix.
1: Yeah, like, but
4: we also know that yeah, they're going to fix those. Yeah, well, it's yes. it's,
1: it's 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 one of those things where I you know I I, I don't make games, I don't build engines for games, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know the technical aspects of this. But if this were a thing that they were actively looking into and they said so before the launch of an expansion, yeah, don't you think that maybe the the stuff the new expansion maybe wouldn't look so bad
0: (laughs) we didn't talk about furniture Mm. chat just brought in the furniture (laughs) component now Zanidra is like I'm ready
1: there's a new uh, what do you call it Uh, remember the cool screen things that they like showed one of like oh there's gonna be so many cool Mm. ones we're gonna get like Amra, and then they only put out two and we're like oh Uh, there's like two more and one of them is uh, Western Highlands with like the pike and then like Falcon's Nest with like the like borealis effect, looks yeah. super cool. Love that. Still mm-hmm. no Amaranth. Right. so that's kind of a bummer. But yeah. um one day. Yeah, I mean the other one is all right. BBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I, like
4: they're cool. I wanted more, uh, yeah. but I'm greedy. I'm real greedy when it comes to furnishing. Uh, what they gave us was were pretty cool. Um. That yes, there was a waterfall. Finally, there is a yes. waterfall. that's not the the fountain. What is it? Limlane's the, the, fountain. The, the thing super with the fish shale. crazy
1: weird thing that doesn't yeah. go with anything. Um.
4: There yeah, a beautiful waterfall. I think it matches the koi pond too. So if you yeah, like yeah if you it's that same kind of aesthetic. Something-
1: um, yeah, the Pong, not, now that we're the talking Pong furniture, I, I I alluded to this last week, um, and it's not really a spoiler. Any- I mean, it wasn't back then, but uh, when I was talking about how I did all the fates in Garlemald first and like how mm. the reward for it was just like completely like stupid Garlean containers. It's just a stack of like boxes. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Not worth Worth the well, effort? Need, it's just a stack yeah. of boxes.
4: You need boxes for your I, stuff. I, I
1: don't. I don't, I don't. It's 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 an outdoor furnishing. So it's just a pile of boxes. Um, what would you like,
4: have liked to see from from Garlemald?
1: <sighs> give me like a train car.
4: <laughs> like <laughs> a broken look, yo, one look, or a fixed no, it's one? Like,
1: it's like a full ass train car. Look, if Thavner if Thavner Fates give you a a, a freaking boat, boat. Give me a train <laughs> car. <laughs>
4: Uh, I'm really bummed they're not tradable just because I do have yeah. a house that's set up to look like a boat and I would like to make like a <laughs> dockyard in the yard.
1: <laughs> there you go.
4: Uh
1: yeah, um, give me, give me, give me some of the stuff from the from the park. There you go.
4: I was mm-hmm. I was really like proud of them that they paid attention to uh the items from the trials that you could make mm-hmm. into stuff and did not put them in there because they're very spoilery. Yeah. I I was I was like, what is this even mm-hmm. for? There's not a furniture for so, it. You look so, online at And there definitely is a furnishing for it, you, but you, you can't you accidentally you spoil say yourself. say
1: that, but uh-huh. then they also do have uh, furniture from the last area. Um, they? Which they do. Um, yeah. It, but it's it's named in a way that's probably vague enough that it, you're just like, okay.
2: Alright, whatever um, this
1: is. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Um uh, but that that that's like the one kind of like spoiler ish okay, potentially right. thing. Is it was looking is at is the picture it the... list?
4: It's a table. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
4: Oh, there's also a yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. um, wouldn't know. Yeah, Plus it's it's already, one of those things. We've already had an area in the game with the name of that table. Have we? Yeah.
2: Before this expansion? Yeah okay <laughs> i don't do housing so none of this would ever get to the an entire anywhere, conversation okay. like what is I even... don't.
4: sorry for I being vague, everybody oh, we no, just don't want to do spoilies it's
1: a table I, it might be the only i don't know i don't have any tables they release with endwalker if you really want to know go into your house if you have a house or go into your apartment do the image preview and look look for a table that's <laughs> the one we're talking about
4: <laughs> it's really pretty i want it, <laughs> it looks I don't like right. it i think it's pretty
1: it it's like a mix between like a 3D printer threw up and somebody calling it modern art. Wow. <laughs> just just I, the, the anyway, we could here we are talking about a table for five hours on eighth rate radio. Welcome in. <laughs> This is the the Gamers Gips podcast talking about tables in Final Fantasy IV. I really like. We can't um, talk about the story. <laughs> we can't talk about anything else. So let's. That's that's a tune in next week as we talk about our top ten favorite tables.
4: I really like the it's sort of Art Nouveau uh, style of stuff, like the the way things look organic and that to the table okay. sides look like that to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that totally. Um, I think that's everything. Is there is there anything else that we need to? So many
4: things, but that's for next time in, what, two weeks? Uh, A couple
1: weeks, Three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, So, um, we forgot to score this. Uh, So, here at Gamerscape, we are giving Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker a 9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Total. Between all
0: four of us. All four um, of um, us. We have cumulatively
1: decided out of 10 Mm -hmm. um and so that's that's it for this episode we'll we'll do our outro here in a few uh but real quick uh just a reminder for everybody we are off next week uh because next saturday is christmas this is right on the holiday is what zen what do you what do you
4: i'm doing a week count
1: Oh, okay. I was like, I thought you were like, and, like, like you had to like uh-huh. interject, no, and I wasn't, <laughs> you're like, waving it around, like, trying to get my attention. I'm like, what? Did I miss something? <laughs> um, so next week on Saturday, uh, is, it lands right on the holiday. Uh, the week after that also lands right on the holiday, uh, on the first. So uh, we are planning to come back on January 8th. And when we come back on January 8th, our plan... Is to whether he's available or not. We're just gonna grab Moose. We're gonna bring him okay. in because we need to talk about some shit. Some stuff has happened. So
4: like, so like, just the three of you. Hmm. Just just
2: Magfest. Charles and we, I. We could talk here. about it later. I could
0: just oh, be here. It's fine. God. That's oh God! Do, so I doesn't matter. Well, I, I mean, it. to be fair, Fusion did try. <laughs> Fusion, you did post those up, I think. I this did. This is our own internal scheduling mm-hmm. issue.
1: Yep. It <laughs> did. This is the schedule you we have we do to more. do. Uh, we'll we'll reconvene. It's totally
0: fine. I was just double checking
4: because I yeah. thought we were
1: waiting. Uh, we have so many things planned. We'll we'll reconvene. If, right? if it must
4: be done, do what must be done.
1: Yeah, we have we have we have things scheduled already for like February, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we mentioned it last week. We'll have Susan Calloway on uh, mm-hmm. early February. Um, uh, there is another guest we're planning on too. I don't know if we locked that. We're, we got a lot of stuff happening yeah. in the in the, the scheduling department, which is really hard because we don't actually have a scheduling department. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's, us. it's all just it's, it's all over in a Google place, Doc, as you can yeah. tell. Yeah, um, but yeah, the plan is when we come back uh, on the eighth, might change a little bit. We'll we'll talk and we'll we'll figure that out here. Uh, cast. we have are planning to whenever whenever we do these, we we're planning to uh, hopefully that's enough. I mean, Bojo, we ended up stretching into like three somehow. I don't yeah. know how the hell that happened. Um, but we were planning on two. Um, I think at that point, uh, we'll try and tack uh, pandemonium onto that as well since uh-huh. it will be out. Um, I don't,
4: that's going to be like five. If just yeah. Bojo was three, we have so many feelings about this. It's going to be like, well, well, uh,
1: you know, it's, it's, we gotta, we gotta uh, factual things and feelings and we need to find that, that middle ground.
4: This (laughs) expansion is about feelings.
2: Yeah. It's kind of almost is. It
4: really is though, to be (laughs) honest. really is.
2: (laughs) What's our MacGuffin
1: for this new expansion? Are we going to have like, like a, like a, like light wardens or how about just feelings?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Sesame street. Thanks.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, every JRPG in existence, more yeah. like it. This, this, this is very normal.
1: Very normal. Feelings were felt. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, so we'll be back in a, in, a, in a few weeks, um, lorecast or or shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we 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 want to talk about this stuff. Believe us, be oh. really, we really we're like chomping at the bitch. like very much so. Aah!
0: Yes, we absolutely want to. I mean, it's just such a tough situation right now, honestly. I mean, it's tough as it is because we always want to let people in the community have as much time as possible to play through these sorts of things, right? That's something that Final Fantasy XIV excels at so Mm -hmm. well. Um, The community really tries, for the most part, to let people have a spoiler-free experience as much as possible. People
1: are starting to slip a little bit. So, like, if Mm -hmm. if you
0: still need to finish MSQ, please be aware that...
1: You know, maybe Twitter isn't as safe as it was two weeks ago. It's Uh true.
0: But, I mean, honestly, uh, this is something where many of us, ourselves included, understand that it's been really hard for people to log in to play. It's been impossible for people to get, you you know, new copies now because they literally aren't selling the game. Um, It has been a really difficult time for people to be able to get through one of the longest stories possible. So, I mean, again, we appreciate everybody listening and um, it's it's never easy to not have spoilers and we can't wait to get to talk about them. But it is something to just give people a little more breathing room without having blatant stuff immediately, like, you know, in this Mm -hmm. rush dumped on them. So we have a lot of feelings we want to yell about, too. We want to hear all your feelings. Um, but again, until a lot of that is up and we aren't even quite at two weeks yet as of recording mm-hmm. this, um, from the actual full release of the game versus early access. So we just try to keep it chill for everybody and still yell about things. So yeah, <laughs> 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 I don't right. know
4: how many times today we said that thing, you know, the thing, the
1: thing, what? I don't want to, spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. Go back. We should we should go back. We'll do we'll do a, our own like watch show where we just we should we, not, we should just dub over we, and put, we, we put, re- re- do t- this, <laughs> and we just we just take a drink every time we say we're not gonna spoil something.
4: Okay, it'll be a dual game. We'll put back in the words that we took out. So when we say you know the thing, we can be like it was blah, and then also anytime <laughs> any of us say spoiler drink, it'll be real fun. It'll be I great. think that's great. I love that idea. Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: that's funny i mean we could we we could do that i mean
4: we can do it
0: and we can pause we can you know stop and start and elaborate skip ahead we can benchmark the major points i think that's a great idea it's not the worst (laughs)
3: idea
2: i don't have to do anything for it so i'm I'm fine with this
1: (laughs) all right uh (laughs) if you want let's go ahead we'll roll our outro here You can find me on the internet at on everything Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. I do have uh, my entire non-edited playthrough of Endwalker. If you really want to see how I feel about certain plot beats, you can check it out there. Uh, Zen, where can they find you?
4: Hello, I am Zenitra underscore A on Twitter. Uh, I'm StrawberryBop on, what is that thing called, Twitch? Uh, I don't really do anything on there yet, but it sure is a good placeholder for eventual stuffs. Um, and right now, Charles and I do a D and D podcast on actually both a Twitch and a YouTube called Plus the Word One the Number Shot the Word Plus One Shot. Um, we have three different games going. It's not super uh, consistent right now because many many holidays and also Endwalker. Um, but <laughs> starting in the new year, we'll be going uh, all three games pretty consistently again. And it's a fun time. All
1: right. uh, do know. Hey, b- I know. Have you gotten your your Only Fan Daniels up yet?
2: Are you still working on that?
4: Aldi, Aldi fan Daniels.
2: <laughs> Aldi fan Daniels. Uh, yeah, I actually, I actually do uh, have the page. I have it. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna put on it yet. Yeah. Like I said, there's some stuff that's a little too risque. I want to start with uh, the ear picture, maybe the knee. Just to see, you know, you never know. We might have I, some sort I, I'm of VR so, I'm so
1: bummed that that this new contact uh-huh. slide takes up everything. Because when I said yeah. Only Fan Daniels, I just uh-huh. Rook gave me like I think the world's biggest eye roll
2: <laughs> that like I have <laughs> ever seen. Yes.
0: Okay, we gotta wait until the spoilers cast for my thoughts on that. Oh uh, yeah,
2: yeah. That's that'll be good. But uh, yeah, no, only only uh, only Twitter for now. Uh, Al, do you know it is? Easy and hard to spell, I guess. It's fake French like all L's and R's. But uh, yeah, one day there'll be more. Probably. Maybe. And
1: Rook, we've got some changes.
2: Yeah. To where
1: people can we find you. Happened. They've been a long time coming. Where where can people find you now on the internet?
0: At long last, you can find me on rookery so we are no longer bird of chess we are rookery from here on out a little bit different with twitter because it does have the underscore after it but everywhere else it is just plain rookery um and we've got a bunch of stuff up there my own msq playthrough with all of my feelings and all of the stuff is going up right now the first two portions are out and i also have a music video i did of answers up there um which if you haven't checked out yet we did it in full costume and cosplay and it came out before endwalker did and let me just say that I am so grateful that we did it now with every fiber of my being. So if you haven't <laughs> seen it yet, um, any any you know support means the world. But, um, of course, Rookery now for everything. It's so great to get finally have this name change through.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can contact us here on the show, A3Radio at Gamerscape.com. If you want to throw us an email, you can also tweet at us at a 3 Radio. You can also, of course, find us on Gamerscape uh, everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Discord. Uh, Discord.gg slash Gamerscape. We have an a Radio channel on there. You can come and talk to us about the show. Uh, we do have a spoiler channel right now for Endwalker as well. So if you're like us and you have finished the MSQ and you just need to talk to somebody, you just need to get something out there, we got you covered. Um, we'll be leaving that up for, for at least a couple more weeks. Um, Expansions are long, and, and congestion makes it even longer uh, this time around. So uh, that will be up till at least the new year, if not longer. So uh, if you need a spot to talk about various things that have happened, uh, there you go. Uh, that is going to do it for us for this week. Thanks everybody for hanging out, uh, and we will see you here in uh, the new year.
4: Have a good one, have so much fun, be safe. Happy holidays, yes, be safe.